welcome to another spooky episode of Battle School Dropouts. I'm your host, Spooky Stewart, and joining me is Banshee Bakery. Banshee, ba- oh, hi, I I'm Banshee Bakery. I was, <laughs> I was about to say, and I'm Bookie Bakery because I couldn't think of anything. <laughs> oh, it's, this is way too Bookie for me. Man. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's because it's because Bookie actually means uh, weapon in Japanese, and oh, weapons are scary. So yeah. this is an anime podcast. Fair. If whenever somebody points a weapon at me, yeah. I am intimidated. Same. Yeah, I'm like the weapon devil from Chainsaw Man. <laughs> that should be a thing. Yeah. Well. <laughs> There's the gun oh, devil, there's the chainsaw, yeah. there's knife swords, there's all sorts of different weapons, mm. but what about the just general concept yeah, of weapon? Yeah, general concept of weapon. I'm scared of weapon. Uh, I'm the hurt guy, <laughs> yeah. devil. Uh, well, welcome to another episode of Battle School Dropouts. We're going to be talking about... Um, we're going to be talking about a bunch of stuff today. Uh, before we get into the whole thing, I just want to do a brief trigger warning for everybody. Usually we put it at the front, but I'm remembering to do it now. Um... If so, we're going to be talking about horror anime. We're going to be talking about uh, Parasite, and I believe we're also going to talk about. So we're going to talk about a lot of violence, a lot of uh, gore, and things like that. A lot of body horror type stuff. We may also have a brief discussion about that involves children in danger. If you catch my meaning in horror movies, so if any of that sounds unappealing, we're going to have timestamps in the description here, uh, so that you can avoid that discussion if you don't want to hear it. Yeah. People die in this anime People and die. other animes. Yeah, and there's some there's some gnarly stuff. Yeah. But uh, anyways, so we watched six episodes of the anime Parasite, and we watched two episodes of uh, Inuyashiki. Inu, yeah, Inuyashiki, Inuyashiki, the last hero, yeah. I think it was called. My brain wants to say Inuyasha yeah. Iki, and I'm, I'm really struggling with that <laughs> one. But maybe I won't have to much longer. Perhaps But not. we're going to talk a little bit about that show as well. Yeah. Um, but before we get into that, Bakri... How are you doing? Uh, I'm doing good. Um, yeah. Bummer about Inuyashiki. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we'll get into it, but yeah. That's yeah. the first time we've like started one and been like, let's switch. Well, we we had, there was another instance uh, a while back. I think it might have been like the Izakai disaster episode or something. Where, that one we jumped around a bunch, but there was one where we started and we were watching. It was about like guys in Yakuza who were forced to get a sex change and become idols and it was very kind of like transphobic y we only sounds oh so vaguely familiar was that like from the from the the before times was that like no no that was for an actual i'm pretty sure it was an actual because we were kind of excited because we were like oh every episode's only 12 minutes we're gonna blaze through this and we watched the first 12 minutes we're like we can't do this actually (laughs) That's so good. I wish I could remember more about that. Yeah, because like, because there was a handful of episodes, you know, to to peel back uh, peel back the veil a little bit. Like there was a um a handful of episodes that we like we made. We watched the animes we recorded and stuff, but then like didn't put out because we were kind of practicing. Yeah. Uh, so I figured it had to be one of those, but I guess no. It was just no. Yeah. Yeah. We just immediately were like, nope, nope, no, we're not doing this done. one, <laughs> and then then panicked to try to find whatever we watched that episode. Yeah, that sounds absolutely like something we do i just i don't have any recollection of it it must have been pretty bad yeah yeah no it was rough (laughs) it's interesting watching eight episodes of anime definitely yeah we've like like when we were on episode five of parasite i was like 
how is this show still going? Oh, it's not it's not the show's fault. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We kind of we kind of goofed. I kind of goofed on that one. I was the one who was like, I've been meaning to watch Inuyashiki. Let's put that on, and then and then yeah, let us astray. Yeah, unfortunately, it's a little it's a little rough. Yeah. But we'll get into that. Um, um, how are you doing, by the way? I'm doing all right. Um, I've just been my my life has been bouncing between applying to state jobs, which is like the most monotonous work i've had to do in a long time and playing starcraft 2 which is a cool thing which is a cool thing yeah and they're but they're they're similar enough they're they're both just a lot of like math and things like yeah, that so i would say so um yeah i'm just like still hooked on starcraft 2 like it kills <laughs> me that nothing has really filled that void it's kind of a surprise, yeah, because like you've, I mean, you've always had like an interest in StarCraft too, but like I'm a little surprised to hear you like back on the campaign and stuff like that. Yeah, just every once in a while I'll, I'll watch a video or something and I'll be like, oh, I want to play the campaign again. Yeah. You know, like StarCraft 2 particularly, like I think the story is absolutely awful. Sure. But you could skip every cutscene and play every mission and just have a blast. And yeah, I think yeah. the gameplay is super well. I think everything about it's super fun. Um, and it just kills me that like, I want to, like, they have, like, co-op um, campaign things. Co-op campaigns in StarCraft? Or, like, co-op missions that you can play. And, cool. like, they have, it's actually really fun. You can pick different heroes from the game. Uh -huh. And that determines, like, what kind of units you can have. And you have, like, special abilities and oh. things like that. It's super fun. And I, and a bunch of the heroes are kind of locked behind, like, you have to pay $5 oh, okay, to, sure. to play of them. And... I would love to buy every single one of them because they're all <laughs> yeah. super cool, but it's still Blizzard Activision. So it's like, give me somebody out there, whoever's making the next like StarCraft with like a cool campaign. Could it be you? I'm going to throw infinite money at you. He has just, it. Just don't be Activision Blizzard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if we do like a Stardew Valley to StarCraft's harvest moon you know yes yeah <laughs> somebody somebody's got to take it over someone's got to do it yeah there's there's some stuff on like the horizon there's a game called like zero space or something like that there's a couple games that like old devs from starcraft are oh, cool. working on some seem better than others yeah. but a bit of a ukulele of situation you know? yeah 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 um yeah, so we'll see what happens there. But I just fingers crossed. I need something to fill that void. <laughs> I don't understand. Like, like horror games have had their their comeback. Oh yeah, you know, in a big it's way, great. for sure. Where's my real time strategy, boys? At I just want a good campaign. I don't want to play PvP. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I feel like just about any sort of RTS game that comes out nowadays, like they're probably gonna. Because I feel like I feel like in in many arenas anyway, like. The PC only game is not as as big as it used to be. People don't have a lot of people don't have like PCs in their house anymore. You know what I mean? Like you gotta really go out of your way to like be a PC gamer. So like maybe this just isn't a world that I'm involved in or whatever. But yeah. like I feel like it's it's probably harder to pitch like an an RTS ass RTS like a StarCraft three yeah. ass game in in today's like economic climate where like mobile gaming is so huge and like even the xbox is kind of floundering and the playstation 5's got no games um <laughs> that's like no half games. a meme and half true i love my <laughs> ps5 but like there's not that many exclusives um <laughs> yeah no games but i would love to see it yeah i, I yeah i'm, I'm with you it, it, like i do get it like it is kind of more of a niche genre yeah. but they said the same thing about horror 
for a while and that's, that's on it that's on the way up so i think i think it's just that every rts that's come out lately has really focused on the multiplayer yeah. part of it and i think there are a lot of people who play rts's for the campaign sure and that's what i enjoyed about rts like i, I was yeah. playing warcraft for that same purpose yeah, yeah and they just and they, they look and like well nobody's doing it right now and yeah. it's like well because it doesn't exist they already did it yeah. yeah yeah totally like i have to play starcraft 2 again it was the same thing with um, fighting games for a long time. The only people who were like fighting game devs who were like really putting their foot into like like single player like robust single player content uh, for fighting games was NetherRealm Studios. People who make uh, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Mortal Kombat. Um, like, they had a really expansive like single player thing, and I think that got a lot of people to like play the game extensively to the point where like once they were finished with that, they would be like, oh yeah, maybe I can like start playing some versus now that I've put a few dozen hours into this game already. Yeah, um, and Street Fighter started working on that, but the Street Fighter Six single player is silly. Well, and it's on such a different level to like, like. Mortal Kombat is like watching a movie yeah. in a lot of ways. Like I've done the whole like go on YouTube and like MK9 full movie. Oh yeah, you know, and I started doing that with the Mortal Kombat one, the new one that came out. I should be doing that. Yeah, yeah. It's cool. Um, yeah. Speaking of Mortal Kombat one, uh, so we've been talking uh like for the last few episodes yeah. about like Omni Man's gonna be in it, oh, and yeah. this whole nostalgia thing. I was kind of with you. I was like, wow, like Omni Man's gonna be in this. Like yeah. maybe maybe I do give into that. I've seen some gameplay of him, and the moment he started moving, I was like, "Oh, right, it's Mortal Kombat." Oh yeah, like, yeah. He he, he moves like a jerky weirdo. He yeah, he has like a couple of moves, like a command grab or something, where he then like zips ostensibly around the whole world to show up on the backside, like behind them, real quick, and does yeah. something. Cool. But like for the most part, he's just like, yeah, he just kind of moves and does like one, two, three punch. I'm a Mortal Kombat character. Yeah, you know? even even fucking um, Injustice, which is about superheroes, you know, it's the same shit. You know, Joker can beat the fuck out of the Flash because fuck it, why not? You know, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. He's he's got a crowbar. He's got super speed. They're on the same level. Same level. Yeah, uh, yeah. So it is kind of disappointing to see them actually like in motion. I haven't seen yeah. anything of a Homelander yet, but like the game is out, right? So like, yeah. Are the are the are those characters not in it yet? Why well, haven't I? I seen think them. they're being added like as DLC down uh, the line. Because okay. I want to say the thing I saw about Omni Man was like a more recent edition. Yeah. But yeah, I I like Mortal Kombat like in theory but when i watch it sometimes i'm like everybody's just moves like wrong like nothing seems fluid yeah like everything is like its own act i want to i want to say also the fact that they're dlc characters means they're probably not incorporated into the actual single player campaign and that is a mistake oh yeah uh tekken 7 had akuma from street fighter in it oh yeah that motherfucker is in the story that like he shows up and he's like it turns out he's best but he's like pals with Heihachi's demon ex-wife <laughs> and she sent him to murder Heihachi. This happens in the story. He bursts into Heihachi's dojo and they start karate fighting. It's sick. Yeah, I think I think that would be such a rad addition to have. Then I'd be back on board. Yeah, if you include like it, if, if, if if like the villain like Shao Kahn or whoever was like. You know, I have to gather the most bad guys to help me defeat the forces of good. And it's like, come on, Omni Man. <laughs> yeah. Like... yeah. And like and also, um, yeah, Omni Man would probably team up with Outworld. Why not? You know? Yeah. Um, but also, uh what was it? Omni Man's fatalities are just moments from the show. Yeah. He he has the head squish one that he does on the um red red 
the the, the flash. He does it on the flash. Yeah. Um, and then he does the train thing that he does to Mark, which doesn't even hurt Invincible that much. Like it's yeah. more about the horror of him brutalizing a bunch yeah. of people on the train. Right. Like I, I, there are, I bet. I, countless Mortal Kombat characters who do not care about a train. Yeah, if he does die. that to Kano, Kano's just like, okay. Yeah. Point. Cool. Yeah. Uh, well, there's other stuff too, like um, he has a grab where like he flips the person behind him and then flips him back over, oh, and yeah. that's how he kills like the Batman type guy. That's right, yeah. And uh, I, like, I was like, oh yeah, that was really cool in the show. It was cool. And then the it looks like any other move in the fighting game that's the thing like omni-man's brutality in invincible is kind of important or like it's it's impactful because a lot of the other characters in, in invincible do not have the stomach to be doing that to each other and omni-man doesn't really give a shit like that and so he's down to fucking yeah. squish heads and all that but like in mortal kombat everybody's a psycho killer even the good guys are psycho killers johnny cage puts his foot through someone's chest and laughs about it and he's a good guy yeah well and same for the the guy with the uh the kung blade hat yeah kung lao he like his brutalities are awesome oh but yeah like only a psychopath would do more no they're sick like yeah. don't change a thing but yeah. like these are not good people <laughs> <laughs> they're good guys in the confines of the story yeah. but like they're not good people um i f fucking there's a part uh i guess mild spoilers or maybe it's big spoilers i don't fucking know uh for for mortal kombat one because i watched it out of context i don't know but um so there's cassie cage right daughter of sonya blade and johnny cage um I think maybe there's some other world parallel dimension type shit going on, but she and uh, Jackie Briggs, daughter of Jax, um, right. end up fighting uh, Katana and Johnny Cage. And Katana, I think, beheads Cassie, and her head rolls down the steps and kind of flops in front of Johnny's, like, at, to Johnny's feet, and he just goes like, damn, or something, you know? <laughs> this is his daughter, mind you. <laughs> like, maybe it's not the one from this universe, but he did just see his daughter get beheaded, and he's just like, shit <laughs> oh no <laughs> moving on yeah oh no <laughs> exactly um yeah i don't know it's 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 kind of underwhelming personally i feel like what would omni-man do in the context of mortal Kombat is a far more interesting question than what would what omni-man did in invincible look like in mortal yeah Kombat. yeah it, it yeah it was it, i was it was just totally on my mind because i was like all right i'm ready to be impressed after talking yeah. about this for so long um and it just didn't didn't quite tell it from yeah. me. I don't think I'll be picking it up. Uh, Not yeah. that I was planning on it, but I I mean, I'll like I will gladly if someone else has it, if someone I know has yeah. it and they go like want to play some Mortal Kombat 1, I'm like, sure. Well, uh, and, and that's or if it goes on sale for 15 bucks, sure, I'll pick it up. That's my favorite thing about Mortal Kombat right now is that there are a lot of people in our lives who play a lot of fighting games. Yeah. No nobody in my that I can think of is like mainline Mortal Kombat. Like that's their go-to fighting game. And I like that because it means that, like, if you and I sit down and we play Mortal Kombat... Oh, yeah, we're pretty like, much on the same level. <laughs> like, like, you'll probably still win most of the matches, but as long as you're not, like, zeroing in and, like, trying to perfect one character, <laughs> you and I can have some decent matches. Oh, yeah, sure. You know, as opposed to, like, Street Fighter, you're going to beat my ass super bad every time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mortal Kombat 2, I, I feel like NetherRealms games feel so different from every other fighting game that like i don't even feel like i have an advantage in so far as like broad theory of fighting games like you know i know a little bit more about just like the concepts of like offense and defense and stuff but like as far as my ability to manipulate the character on screen we're pretty much even at that point yeah ellen everybody moves so weird it's so clunky game. yeah so it's clunky. weird 
I respect what Mortal Kombat's got going on. I know there's uh, like the people who are good at Mortal Kombat are like aliens to me. I don't understand it. Uh, <laughs> Sonic Fox is is an evolved form of human. Um, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, not I'm not about to start grinding out Mortal Kombat one anytime soon. <laughs> Even if Homelander's going to be in it. Yeah. Um, I have Felicia and I have been watching. Uh, so I'm rewatching Felicia for the first time. We're watching Invincible. Um, oh, there you go. Yeah, just I I was watching the trailer for Invincible because season two is coming out, right? And um, I was watching the trailer for it, and Felicia was like, "Hey, like before that comes out, could we, what could you, like would you like to watch through the the f- first season with me so I can be caught up for the new season?" I was like, "Yeah." So, um, she's super into it. We we watched like I think we're I think we're like one episode out from the end at this point, minus the uh the Adam Eve um backstory right thing, which I, I haven't seen actually i haven't seen that either yeah. yeah i know what happens probably because i've read all the comics um right but yeah <laughs> i don't know what happens in the show they change shit so yeah uh no it was, it was similar with bernadette and i i was like hey do you want to watch this show and like we were kind of it was like a saturday yeah. we had some plans that night but we were like hey in the you know we have some stuff to take care of but let's just watch an episode or yeah. two and we watched like basically the entire first season it's in, like, so one easy sitting. to burn through it's yeah crazy like we we got to like the last episode and then we had to leave and we we're like, do we have to go right now? And it's like, yeah, we do. And then we got back and I think we watched the last episode. So I think we finished it in one day. Damn. Yeah. Impressive. I think. Yeah. I think I did it in like a weekend, like two sittings probably. Yeah. Um, yeah. And this is going to be like, I don't know, maybe three sittings to watching through it with Felicia. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, it's, it's, it's very good. I like that show quite a bit still. Yeah. Uh, how do you feel about Amber, by the way? Zazzy beats his character. Uh no, yeah, I'm trying I'm trying to think cuz the other thing is you loaned me the comic book that I did. So I have to like try to rem- I know they look different, but Very. Uh, I have to try to remember what they do and I think I think I like Amber for most of the season. I think spoilers for Invincible. I think once she like finds out, I think it kind of becomes less interesting. Yeah. But are we, are we talking comic or show? Uh, uh, show. Okay. Yeah. Once she, yeah, once she finds out, I, I think it's a bit because I there you lose that whole like I gotta hide my secret identity type thing. Yeah. And then, what role does she fill necessarily? But I think I think the show will. I I I have I like the changes that they've made to the show. Yeah. A lot. Like, uh, in, especially with reading the the comic and everything, so I have faith in how how far are you in the comic? By the way, I'm like halfway through that first omnibus, so I'm not super okay. far ahead. So so so, I'm like trying to remember what happens without like spoiling anything. But like, Amber Amber is definitely in the picture. Yeah 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 yeah. She's around okay and whatnot, but she doesn't play a huge role so okay. far. Um, yeah. Okay, she's still around. Okay, cool. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm like, I don't know what to say without yeah. spoiling shit for the comic. But um, yeah, yeah no, uh, I know a lot of people disliked Amber's character in the show because, you know, like, Invincible. Really? Yeah, well, because, like, um, obviously this is all fresh on my mind because I've just been watching it. But um, the the robot guy attacks um, when they are at the, the college, like, they're visiting the college with William and all that. Yeah. Um, robot guy attacks. Mark does his thing. He disappears invincible shows up beats the robot guy um amber gets pissed off at him because mark ditched them uh and then later on as sort of his hail mary mark goes like well i gotta reveal to you that i'm invincible because you don't understand what's going on and she's like yeah i know like obviously dude you disappeared invincible shows up he looks just like you what the fuck do you think of like he she knows instantly yeah um and she's still pissed at him and like 
I think a lot of people and like you would kind of expect like, oh, yeah, he was, you know, he's a superhero. He was saving their lives or whatever. But like, I think my interpretation of that was like, you know, just because you're a superhero doesn't mean that like she's not going to hold you to some standard as her romantic partner. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, not only has he been lying about this, but like from her perspective, he just took the fuck off. Like he didn't yeah. you know, make sure they're OK. Anything like that. Um so yeah, a lot of people got pissed off about Amber. Like they do not like the change. Yeah. And I'll say my my angle on Amber in the comics, that is superhero girlfriend number two. Like that is just that is just that is the most bland, like Mary Jane Watson, Lois Lane. Like you take away any interesting thing about those characters, that's her. Yeah. Well, and that's what I like about um the show with the changes to her is that she yeah. has uh a lot more agency. And yeah. whatnot. Um and I think I think it's really interesting. And I, I, I totally like I think it's fair to have somebody like be mad at Mark for those things. Yeah. I think a lot of people get mad I mean I, I it reminds me not that it is necessarily the same thing, but it reminds me of like how people get mad at like Skylar in Breaking Bad. Yeah. It's like, you know, why is she nagging and why is she it's like, well she ha- there's a lot of like trust <laughs> issues being broken here, yeah. you know? No, definitely. I think like yeah, I th- I feel like that one was all, like almost a test by the by the creators because like I feel like just the the presentation of Skylar the character as we're seeing her from Walt's perspective is very unpleasant. Like we don't really get to see a lot of the more positive sides of Skylar until kind of later on. I think like yeah. who she is to Walter Jr., who she is to people outside of that outside of the house, stuff like that. But like for the first season or so, like she is just like naggy bitch wife a lot of the time. Uh, and it's almost like, you know, kind of testing the audience like, well, yeah, but you realize like you should realize what she's going through as yeah. the wife of someone who is, you know, beginning Why? this transformation yeah. into a drug kingpin. Yeah, it's it was it was funny watching Breaking Bad in my early 20s and watching it in my like early 30s yeah. because it was it was like watching two different shows. Totally. I've and been I, meaning, I've been wanting to revisit it for the same reason cuz like yeah, yeah I, I started Breaking Bad I think when season 3 was going on. Yeah, I uh, I watched it when I was like turbo masculine like <laughs> I have to fight people and like you know just way too angry about everything. And yeah. that like every bad take that people have about that show where it's like it was so cool when he said I'm the one who knocked. <laughs> like I was absolutely that guy. And then we were watching it again. I'm like, oh yeah, no, he's he's bad guy from like day one. Oh for sure. And like Skylar is correct to have issues with him. Yeah. And things like that. And like, you know, he's he's being manipulated about his masculinity and all these things. And he's terrible to Jesse. And like just all of that just went whoop. Yeah. Right over <laughs> my head. So it's, it's an eye opening show, you know. Yeah. Awful stuff. So anyway, that that's the only reason why like that feels like that to me it's just because like if a woman is upset with the hero people go like what the fuck though he saved the world it's like there's more to it than that yeah definitely um i was about to say something else but i don't want to spoil anything about the fuck you got to finish that comic um but i do yeah uh partially because i need to talk to someone about it and partially because felicia's next in line for the comic oh there you go yeah i'll 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 blaze through it um it, yeah, I like once I got rolling on that, I finished the the whole series in like a week, I think. Can, can I talk about like the wimpiest fucking thing here? Hit me. So that invincible omnibus is like thick. Yeah. It's like it's like phone book thick. Does it hurt your wrists? Is your whole Yeah, it hurts. Yeah. It's really hard to read it in a way where I feel like I'm not damaging the spine. Yeah. But also like when I'm holding it, it's like, oh, but my hands are tired. <laughs> 
I think too heavy on my chest. I think for the most part, I would kind of sit something like this and kind of have it like placed on my lap. On your lap, yeah, yeah. Because I've been I've been um, also reading through uh, the Berserk um, Deluxe Editions, which are about that thickness, a bit less in like surface area, but they're hardcover, so like they're even heavier. Yeah, and like if I'm just sitting there holding it like this, like my wrist does start to hurt. Yeah, hundred percent. After a while, yeah, and and again to sound like the biggest wimp, I have like shitty wrists. Oh sure. So like it, just like a little bit of tension on them for a little bit too long is like I'll just be like, oh no, I can't lift or do anything for the rest of the day. <laughs> hey, I read a we, book too hard. We had this conversation. We're capable of naming the three animaniacs, which yeah. means you got to start doing wrist exercises. Every you spend ti- too much time on the computer to not do those. Every time I stretch, I think about when you said, uh, if you know the names of the animaniacs you need to do daily stretches yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) even remember some of the side characters um yeah yeah well let's uh let's move over to you here let's let's get a check-in how's the reverse final fantasy playthrough going oh man okay i I told you this already but for the audience um so i'm i'm playing final fantasy 10 um Felicia got to witness the laugh scene for the first time. Which, Excellent, uh, wonderful. Uh, I I won the Blitzball game. That's. Did you like look up a guide or did you no, just do it straight? I just did it. That's pretty good. I looked up a guide afterwards, and they they were like, "Oh yeah, just score a point in the first half, and then keep play keep away the rest of it." And I was like, "That's a lot smarter than what I did." Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I tried did, really hard. <laughs> I did save scum it. I did restart once. Okay. Uh, okay. Because, because, because. Okay, check this out. <laughs> in any sport, and I looked this up, in just about any sport, hockey, baseball. Uh, you bringing real sports into this? Real sports. Hockey, basketball, baseball, football, any of those. You throw a ball, you kick a ball, you slap it with a hockey stick, whatever. The puck. Uh, it's in motion towards the goal. Even if the timer hits zero, once it is off of the hand, off of the stick, whatever, and the thing is live, it's in the air. If it goes into the its respective net thing, that still counts. Yeah. In Blitzball, you can hit the ball, and if the timer runs out, even as the goalie is missing it, that is not your point. That's, yeah. And that's what happened to me the first time. I had the game-winning jacked shot set up, because, of course, I got the fucking jacked shot minigame, too, first try. Oh, well um, done. That's right. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, and then the timer ran out, and everybody was like, we lost the game. And... I'm not having that. So, <laughs> um, that's fair. That's yeah. fair. So I save scummed it, but I did do it. Um, I, the last time I played, I absolutely lost the game. I had never won it before. I had yeah. tried many times, but yeah. <laughs> I actually played a lot of Blitzball. That's probably why I'm not as far as I wish I was. Yeah. Um, and also just like the, compared to Final Fantasy twelve in particular, like it's a very slow experience. Like there's quite a few random encounters. Uh, there's no speed up button. Uh, Cutscenes are unskippable. Um, oh yeah yeah so it's it's a little slow <laughs> are you playing it on the ps2 or are you no, i'm playing the i'm playing the um the remaster uh which is available for uh free on playstation plus extra oh so, there you go yeah yeah because yeah that's how i was playing it last time i was like what yeah. the fuck is this shit <laughs> why do i gotta watch these cutscenes? yeah no he's they're still they're still unskippable in the remaster which is crazy uh, yeah i don't miss that yeah i, I like I think about all the time there's a fight in Kingdom Hearts 1 where you fight Maleficent and she's oh, yeah. in her dragon form yeah. and there's a long ass cutscene at the beginning of it. I think it, in the newer versions you can skip Yeah, that. you totally can yeah. in the newer version. In the newer version. I remember playing it on PlayStation 2 um like before 2 had come out like no 1.5 none of that stuff just 
having to watch that cutscene over and over oh, yeah. and promptly as soon as it was done getting my ass beat <laughs> super hard uh for me it was um it was the riku fight um where because he he swings at you and then you like summon the keyblade back essentially and you block the swing and you're like and sora says and like i can remember the intonation of the line read and everything because i had to watch that fucking scene so many times <laughs> like forget it there's no way i'm letting you take Kyrie's heart like it's a question like heart. his voice goes up heart um yeah i hated that fucking that fucking yeah. fight that one beat my ass a lot more than maleficent i recently beat kingdom hearts one again uh like a few months ago on proud mode and man the maleficent is so tough i believe dragon it. fight oh my god yeah jesus there's just a lot of, like i was playing kingdom hearts recently and there's just a, like i cannot wrap my head around the combat like especially like early game <laughs> like i just kind of feel like i'm getting my ass beat yeah. constantly and i'm playing on not proud mode like or standard yeah standard or whatever um uh and yeah i'm still just I'm, I'm just like getting hit by things. I'm like, well, I don't have cure yet. I don't really have very many potions. Before you this have sucks. cure, that is tough. And, oh, okay. Biggest reason why I stopped playing the game. I get hit. I go down to low health, and it's like, whip, whip, whip. The whole, oh, like, yeah. Fuck this. Yeah. Fuck this. Am I going to have to put this game on mute? Like, like fucking Zelda fuck syndrome. Fuck this. Yeah. Um, I did learn a few things like uh, in my most recent playthrough. Like if you... Um, you can cancel the landing animation from a jump into another jump. So what you can do is jump, swing, swing, land, jump, swing, swing. And that's much faster than just doing your three hit combo yeah. or something like that. So like there's certain, there's certain like if you, if you have the brain worms to optimize, like there's certain ways <laughs> to fix it until you get to the fucking uh, Atlantica. Oh my God. I, I thought that that world was cool when I was younger. That world sucks. <laughs> that's the Little Mermaid world, right? Yeah, that's right? the Little yeah. Mermaid. You have to be I, the mermaid. I skip mermaid. that one every time. You can skip it. Yeah, you can skip one world in Kingdom Hearts One. I didn't know that. Oh no, or you can skip one or two. I think I, I know I always skip the Winnie the Pooh world. Oh, Winnie the Pooh world. Yeah, that's totally optional. Yeah. Okay, but and I want to say you can skip the Little Mermaid world, but I could be wrong. I might be thinking of two. Because I know you can skip it in two. That's the that's it's just, where it, it's like a Parappa the Rapper mini game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it's it's got this like wonderful moment where whatever the fucking crab's name is, Sebastian. Is like, Sebastian is like, and now for the drum solo, and there's like an octopus, <laughs> and he just goes do do do. <laughs> My favorite yeah. drum solo ever. Uh, I love it. Yeah. I, did, I didn't have much of a problem with the the mini game. It's better than making us fucking swim around again. I, yeah. Because the thing. So here's the thing. Maybe I've talked about this before. Did I talk about playing Kingdom Hearts before? On well, you talked about that you were playing it, it with Felicia. Oh, last, I think that was no, the last was, time you brought it up. I think that was a different situation. Okay. But um, it, as uh merman, so you have you get a, an ability where if you double tap the um circle, which has you go up. Um, if you double tap it, then you'll do this sort of lurch forward. You'll do like kind of shoot forward, like a little dash. Um, fun fact also works if you double tap square, which is how you navigate down. Um, and if you tap circle, then square, it reads it as a double tap. So it'll also do that. So if you're trying to go up and then you try to go back down too fast, <sighs> you zip forward. Oh. So I'm like, oh, enemy swinging at me. Better duck it. And then I go right into it and just fucking get <laughs> destroyed. Oh, the fucking worst. I like a lot about Kingdom Hearts 1, but uh, yeah. There's a reason people like Kingdom Hearts 2 better. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. The Switch port of Kingdom Hearts is also really janky because you have to it's stream streamed. it. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I didn't realize that. That's a PlayStation 2 game. How the, why the fuck I know. do you have to stream it? I, I, dude, I know. And that's I, crazy. And it's really frustrating because you will actually disconnect from the server like relatively quickly. So if I pause and I'm going to go make a sandwich, I will be disconnected from my game. Oh and I will, if I had not saved before doing this, oh, I will no. have to go back to the main menu. What what's even the point of streaming it if they can't like back up your save? You know what I mean? Bakri, what is the point of streaming this fucking PS2 game in general? Yeah, I uh... that was so funny too because that was like they announced that I think around the same time that they announced Sora for Smash. Mm. Uh, so they were like, Sora is coming to Smash Bros. Is what people have been wanting for years. Also, Kingdom Hearts is coming to the Switch streaming. Like. <laughs> it's like yeah. yes huge day for people who care about that um i love kingdom hearts i just didn't really care to see sora and smash bros or to play them on the switch um so yeah it's like huge day for people who care about that and then like that last little sentence like it's gonna be streaming it's gonna be streaming yeah oh i missed that i should have maybe tried to like refund it or something but i was like no i can make this work and then i played it for a while i got to like the tarzan world i was like i fucking hate this yeah like 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 the game is fine but like just the fact that like i have to be so fucking like like what's what's nice about like the steam deck and switch and stuff like that is i can kind of be in the middle of something and then be like oh uh i'm just gonna put it on standby and walk yeah, away totally and then you turn it back on and then you can kind of come back to what you were doing and the fact that you can't do that is like well why did i even get this on the switch honestly yeah, yeah. that's that's insane to me yeah yeah kingdom hearts 3 i can understand a little more because that was a ps4 game but like PlayStation 2 games. It's a PlayStation 2 game. I'm like, it doesn't even save that much space because I don't know how big Kingdom Hearts 1 is. You have to install them? So you don't have to install them, but you have to install like the launcher thing and it's like half a gig. Oh, okay. So it's not exactly like like huge but it's not small either and it's like well but and how big were these ps2 games like I think I think Kingdom Hearts 1 Final Mix is like a handful of gigs as I recall. Yeah, yeah, and I, I guess that's probably because it's like the remaster or whatever. Yeah. Because every game is bigger than it used to be. I don't know exactly. how big old PS2 games were, but I can't imagine they were huge. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, bad. Don't don't buy Switch Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> Play Kingdom Hearts, thought. just not on the Switch. Yeah. Um. But so so to get back to the Final Fantasy thing. Right, we were somewhere. Right. <laughs> so, um. Yeah, I'm somewhere in in. 10 uh i just rode the shoe puff or whatever uh i did something really dumb i bought elder scrolls 3 or baldur's gate 3 (laughs) i used to get baldur's gate and elder scrolls confused all the time when i didn't know what either of them was uh i thought they were like the same fucking shit i've been playing a ton of morrowind i've been playing so much morrowind the part where the guy falls out of the air and he's got the scroll on him you know that's it's so funny because like it looked like a glitch but then it wasn't "Ah." i i'm not hanging out with shoe puffs i'm hanging out with those big like flea things that they ride around (laughs) exactly we're doing skooma or whatever yeah catnip drug whatever um i've been playing baldur's gate 3 (laughs) uh (laughs) jesus christ that game yeah it is so big and it's really really good um, I didn't understand why people were thirsting over that Shadowheart character. I kind of get it now. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's really cool. I'm yeah. uh, I'm playing. So there's uh, when you start out, there's you can pick one of the party members uh, to play as. You know, there's a there's a wizard guy, there's a, a barbarian tiefling lady, there's a cleric, there's a whatever. Um, 
So you can pick just one of the existing characters. You can also make your own character, of course. And there's a, a secret third option uh, called the Dark Urge, where it is a, a prefab character with like a background and everything, but you get to like actually create a character if you want to. So like its default is like a like a white scaled like dragonborn type guy, but you can make it anything you want. Uh, so I made like a half elf monk. Um, and the, the, the backstory is basically you wake up, you know, very little about yourself besides your name and you continually have dark urges. You basically like want to kill and stuff and you don't know why, because that's like, that doesn't feel like you. It feels like something else in the back of your head. Mm. Um, and so like, it starts out like kind of innocuous, like you, you end up in like sort of a place where a fight happened. There's a body that's covered in blood. And like the narrator says, like standing over this blood soaked corpse, you feel a certain sense of warmth, like you're like your home or something like that. And it's like, oh, that's a little uh -oh. weird. Um, and then every once in a while, you just get the option to do something fucked up. And like not really in a like, I shoot the 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 shopkeeper in the face and take all the things, you know, like, you know, every, yeah, every like Joker D &D. does. In yeah. D &D. Yeah. Um, like there's a part, some spoilers. Um, there's a part where there's uh, a little tiefling girl being held hostage by a druid, and the druid has a like a very venomous viper, uh, basically like keeping her, like corralling her off. Like if you if you move, this thing will kill you. Um, you can just very subtly, no one else will notice. You can flick your eyes towards the exit, like hey, run for it, and she will run for it, and she super dies. And <laughs> everybody's like, oh no, what have you done, druid lady? And she's like, I didn't know she would run. And like you're just like. <laughs> um, that's excellent <laughs> yeah i didn't do that i like you i watched it on youtube but um yeah there's a lot of stuff like that that's like kind of innocuous at first like you have to if if you're playing like me uh because I, I don't want to kill people but i want the challenge of not killing people mm -hmm. um besides in combat like you know it, it, yeah. if they get stabbed they get stabbed whatever i fight with a stick whatever um but yeah, so there's a lot of situations where I'm like, I would like this person's help, or I would like to do this or something, but I might get them killed. So let's not. Um, so yeah, there's a sort of extra challenge of protecting people from myself, which I think is very neat. I like that. Yeah. That's pretty cool. It's um, it's funny in, in like normal, in D&D, &D, not Baldur's Gate, though yeah. they're like very similar at this point. Very. Uh, that there is like... Like, I think one of the big disconnects that I've had in campaigns that I've run is, like, people will be like, we have to stop this guy from killing people. Yeah. And then if you look back on, like, the body count that the party has accrued, it's it's pretty brutal. Oh, you're killing a bunch of dudes. You're killing yeah. so many people. Like, the, the rules for doing non-lethal attacks are there. Yeah. And, like... That's you, a possibility in the game, too. I just I forget that that's a thing most of the time. Well, and th that's kind of what happens in D&D is, like, if you're using a melee weapon or a melee attack, you can do a non-lethal attack as long as it like reasonably makes sense. Yeah. Um, you just have to say, I'm not killing this person, which is such a funny idea compared to like the reverse of it. Right. Yeah. Like it's like, you have to go out of your way not to kill people as opposed to you have to go out of your way to kill somebody. Yeah. Um, and then you also can't like, I don't know if this is the homebrew we've been playing with or if this is the actual rule, but like you can't non-lethally shoot somebody with an arrow or shoot somebody with like a firebolt. I feel like that just makes sense. Yeah. 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 It's like, it's like, it's like people who say like, I wouldn't shoot the, like if I had a gun, I would just do non-lethal shots. I would just it's shoot like, the gun out of his hand. Actually. I, I would just shoot, I would just shoot them in the knee. It's like, 
there are so many arteries in the like in oh your yeah leg. like you're you're if you shoot somebody you have to just accept that you're gonna kill them even even like hand-to-hand situations like do you know how many people have like gotten punched once and died yeah i mean i don't know how many people but it's happened more than once you know yeah um like you'll hear that story about like oh yeah these two dads got in a, a fight at a little league game or something and one yeah. of them socked the other one and the dude just died you know yeah yeah you just get hit the wrong way yeah. something comes loose and you're just out yeah like batman spider-man daredevil they are like brutalizing these bad guys yes. They're like i don't kill it's like yes you do yes you do yes, you it's do. like daredevil slams a guy's head in in like a big heavy metal door several times in a mm-hmm. scene in the uh the netflix one from yeah, several yeah. years ago uh and then that same episode i think has a big monologue about how he never kills i'm like bro you definitely killed that guy yeah this isn't even a like oh he'll never walk again like that dude is dead there is no yeah. way yeah or like at, at the very least it's like that man's in a coma forever yeah he'll never he'll never be able to his brains are mush yeah absolutely his skull is like dust at that point i remember playing i really liked like the arkham asylum and arkham city games oh yeah and like batman's like i don't kill and all that and like i'm kicking people off buildings (laughs) yeah i'm like breaking every bone in their body i'm like yeah i don't kill but damn do i maim the ground kills i mean yeah yeah (laughs) uh the the ps4 spider-man um the new one just came out, but I don't I don't know if this is still a thing. But um, the in the the newer Spider-Man games, if you knock somebody off a off a rooftop, there's like a little and there's no explanation for it. It just happens if you like look with the camera. Um, you knock someone off a rooftop, and there will be a little web thing that like snatches them and pulls them to the side of the uh, the building just to show like, oh, you didn't kill him. He's yeah, you know, yeah. That was like I guess one of the more uh, diligent ways of showing like you know, oh yeah, Spider-Man doesn't kill people. But. Yeah. I mean, now he's got the symbiote suit. Maybe he does kill people. Yeah, maybe he's going to eat somebody. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, But yeah, I've... um, Going back to Baldur's Gate there. Mm -hmm. I've been wanting to play that one a lot. I think you're really going to like it. Yeah. I I especially want to play... The only thing... My only thing with it is... Um, like I, I could have jumped on it when it was in the beta or whatever, but I've played the company's previous games like Divinity and yeah. Divinity Two, which I've also heard good good things about. Me too. Yeah, uh, they never really clicked with me mm. though. Not that I'm saying they're they're bad or anything. Sure. They just that kind of RPG. I just couldn't really wrap my head around what it was like trying to do. Yeah, or what was going on, and I just like got my ass kicked in all different places. I was like. Uh, I think I'm good. I think, uh, yeah, it kind of, it, for me, this plays like it's it's XCOM with D&D rules. Uh, like, it made sense to me pretty immediately. Yeah, well, and that's what I'm really excited about, because, like, everybody at who I play D&D with on the regular is, like, like, we had, it was, like, almost a problem when that game came out. <laughs> really? That we, like, there were, now, so now there's rules confusion, because, People will oh, be like, yeah. but I can do that in Baldur's Gate. I'm like, it's not how it works in D and D. My understanding of D and next, I know that next time I play D and D, it's going to be a problem. Be yeah, like, but I can do that. There. Yeah, yeah. That's that's one thing. And then the other thing is when the game came out, everybody was just talking about Baldur's Gate the oh, entire yeah, time. Course. And so like we couldn't play D and D. We just kept talking about <laughs> like they just kept talking about Baldur's Gate, and I'm just sitting there like, okay, yeah, yeah I guess so. <laughs> yeah, I like that game too. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, one thing uh, Tim and I did, we played a decent amount of Divinity One, um, but we played. I don't know if it's in the game or if we just set up this parameter. Uh, we played hardcore mode, where Ooh. if your character dies, they're, oh, they're just, just dead. Done. Nice. 
And so we played through the beginning of the game several times, trying new builds, <laughs> trying new different things, just and just like trying not to get our asses beat. Yeah, this uh, uh, this game, like I don't know if it's the same for the other ones, but like it is very easily easy to like accidentally get yourself killed. Not even in a fight. Uh, yeah, there was this part I was playing the other day. So like you have the option to ungroup. Um, party members from each other so like typically you're running around your party members follow you you can ungroup someone and they will stay where they're at until you take control of them and move them wherever um uh conversely you can ungroup yourself everybody will stay so like i'm um so what i'm doing is like i'm trying to navigate this like lava pit situation there's like little bits of places where i can stand so i'm kind of you know jumping from place to place to get them get them to this place and like the lava kind of ebbs and flows so you got to be careful where people are at and so i get three of my guys over to the other end and then uh i switch to Shadowheart, who stuck like i think she stuck behind because um oh her ai glitched out and she didn't like follow me on one of the jumps or something like that and the moment i switch to her everybody goes like there's the leader time to follow them and they walk into the lava and die. <laughs> there's a lot of situations like that and i don't mean like oh we got a resin they were dead uh, you can you can melted. pay to res party members, but like it's it's a decent amount of gold and uh, yeah yeah I don't think I had the gold on me to res four party members by that point yeah so, yeah that's so good it's tough that's so good yeah I did um I'll keep it very vague for spoiler reasons but in the dark urge play around I did I did accidentally not by any meaning of my own but I did kill someone and I go talk to the guy who uh, who can bring my party members back and I was just like hey. Could you help me out here? And he's like, no, because I don't want you getting to her again. So I was just like, please, please? <laughs> I'll pay you. Help like, me out no. here, man. Yeah. Yeah. That is a funny thing with D&D, um, &D, how you like death is kind of this like, like an issue, but like not that much. Yeah. You know? uh, we had a uh, in the our in-person D&D campaign, we had somebody die mm -hmm. and he was like, my character wouldn't want to come back from the dead. And we were still like, well, let's fucking try it. And we ended up rolling. He didn't come back. And so we were like, wow, our first like character death. Like yeah. this is so heavy. Um, and we ended up in this in this campaign. We're pretty high level and stuff like that. And we've gotten this giant robot suit. Oh, nice. Um, and we were like, well, he was a Twilight cleric. He loved the stars. What should we do with him? Let's throw him into space. And we just threw his corpse like deep into space. Hell yeah. Yeah. It's what he would have wanted. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what I would want, honestly. Yeah. Fuck a like regular burial. Just catapult me. Yeah, just launch me. Dude. I don't even need to go into space, honestly. Just uh, put me on a trebuchet and see where I land. Yeah. Honestly. That'd be fun. Yeah. That's what I want. <laughs> it's gotta be gross coming down. I won't be around to experience it. Yeah. Or maybe maybe, yeah, like maybe if maybe if we're in some sort of DNR situation, like, yeah, maybe I can be alive for it. Sure. Fuck yeah. it. Yeah. You know, they actually, uh, apparently they did that back in the day. If they were, like, sieging a place, if they had, like, dead bodies, they oh, yeah, huck them over the walls at people. It works even better if they've, like, um, yeah, because, like, there was all sorts of disease and shit. Like, yeah. that's, that's not just a psychological tactic. That's a chemical weapon. Yeah, that's, know? like, chemical warfare. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the fucking plague and shit. Yeah. That's yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Baldur's Gate. Baldur's Gate is good. cool. Yeah. I, I got to get on that one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've been like, like I was telling you, like as soon as I get that, like that real job, I'm like, know, and I can afford it, I'm, I'm in it. Yeah, I, like it's kind of a shame because, like, I've been, I like, I wish I was unemployed so I could just play Baldur's <laughs> Gate. You know what I, mean? I don't wish yeah. I was unemployed, but I'm like, fuck, I gotta work. Yeah, like it'll be like 3 a.m. I'm still playing. I'm like, 
if I didn't have this fucking job, yes, I could just keep playing. Just keep going. Yeah. Yeah. It's pissing me off. <laughs> that's, you know, that's one of the, the funny things. Um, living with Bernadette, I had so many nights where I would stay up all night playing mm-hmm. video games and just just do it. No problem. Yeah. You know, sun's up. I'm like, oh, I should probably go to bed or whatever. And I don't think Bernadette would ever like get on me too much. But I'm like, if it's like three in the morning and I'm still gaming, I'm like. I should go to bed. This looks bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know. Sometimes yeah. that shame helps you make healthy yeah, choices. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Bringing out the best in me. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, oh, I don't think I mentioned this before. I watched an anime movie recently. An anime an anime movie? An anime movie. This is called Blue Giant. Have you heard of this? Blue Giant? Yeah, Blue Giant. Yeah. Oh, Blue Giant. Yeah. Uh, no, I haven't heard of this. Um, this is... I, ju- I got an Instagram ad for it like the day before it was coming to theaters or whatever it was like a fathom event so it was like only one or two days um and i saw it all i knew was it was about a jazz musician and that it had uh the soundtrack was composed by hiromi uehara who is like one of my favorite musicians alive she's just an absolute monster at the piano um and so i was like okay and i bought tickets for me and felicia and a couple of our like the people we live with and um so we went and saw it the next day and it was incredible Oh, it nice! Was super, super good. Uh, I so it's it's about a uh, young. He just turned eighteen. He's a he's a tenor sax player named Die the AI, and um, he has only been playing for a few years, but he's been like practicing like just nonstop the whole time. And like his aspiration is to become the best jazz musician in the world. And um, so he moves to Tokyo to you know try and make it big or whatever. And uh, at first, I was like really like, oh no, I I led us into a very mediocre thing. <laughs> Um, and what made me think that was like when we see the music, when we see someone play an instrument, um, so we watched Inuyashi or like, you know, the background character of an anime where it's like, you know, it's like super robotic, like, oh yeah, yeah. Where they're, they're like barely animated. Yeah. Yeah. They look like one of those when they play the instrument. Oh no. It's not just like, I'm look, I am a, I am a, I am a 3d CG defender most of the time. I even like Berserk 2016. I think it's I think it's okay. Um, <laughs> like is a strong word. Yeah. But, um, yeah. So like I the the fact that they are CG and the fact that I can tell is not the problem. The problem is like they are so robotic. Their faces don't fucking move. They are like the piano guy is like. Oh it's, it's no! Not great. But then that it's that interspersed with like these really beautiful like visuals of them playing in like uh kind of like um i'm having a hard time coming up with like a simile but like you know it's it's this sort of like other dimension they go to the anime dimension you know uh like it's not just him standing on a stage it's him like flying through space and like the glint off of his saxophone is like casting sun rays across it's really really cool okay um and yeah the story is just yeah it's it goes (laughs) from like this really like janky just grody looking thing to this like super pretty visual and then back to the grody thing back and forth (laughs) Uh, it's very strange, but, um, yeah, the music is all killer. I really, really loved the story. Um, it was like kind of a tearjerker by the end of it. Uh, yeah, it was just, it was great. I really, really enjoyed it. Uh, I wish I could tell people to go see it in theaters. Uh, well, one, this episode wouldn't come out in time. And two, I saw it the only day it was going to be in theaters, but, um, yeah, if it, yeah. That's always the tough thing about like the, the releases from movies from Japan. It's yeah. like, it's in theaters for like a couple days and that's it. Yeah. Unless it's yeah. like a, a, like, I think a, like Miyazaki and like Makoto Shinkai and like those, like, um, the last, the last Shinkai movie, the one with the talking chair, that was actually like a, 
that yeah. had a full run at the Proper theaters. Proper release, yeah. 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 I uh, Shin Godzilla was in theaters for four days. Yeah. And that, that was right. like the longest I had seen. I'm glad we got to go see that when it was in theaters. Yeah. That was cool. I saw it three times. I wanted to see it the fourth, and I... I it was like when I was going back to school, yeah, and I was like, no, Stu, don't get back into skipping class or whatever. And I went to the class, and I was like, that was a waste of time. I should have just gone and seen <laughs> Shin Godzilla. Fuck school, yeah, yeah. Love that. That's movie. a shame. Yeah. yeah, that's a that's a cool ass movie. I need to watch it again. But yeah, yeah, Blue Giant. If you can find that on streaming, if it comes to there's a special yeah. edition on Blu-ray, which uh, you can only get from PlayAsia, and it's like probably doesn't have english subtitles and it's like 80 dollars plus 30 dollars shipping so i'm not gonna pay that much for a for a blu-ray oh yeah yeah but um if it comes to amazon for like 20 bucks i'll pick it up uh if it comes to streaming services i will i will watch it several more times it's yeah. very very good oh i'm sure it's coming I, I think um yeah like i think if uh, you know we both enjoyed uh kids on the slope quite a bit like i think that is uh yeah if you like that i can't imagine you not liking this yeah 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 no absolutely um, I gotta watch more Kids on the Slope, especially since we gave that our anime of the, <laughs> it was the, the number one anime, mm-hmm, of, number one ranked uh, yeah, Battle School Dropout. Yeah, <laughs> so I was like, yeah, it's really excellent, excellent show. I'll, should finish I'll, it. I should. I should. Yeah. <laughs> That's the name of the show. I should finish that. <laughs> yeah. Big Kids on the Slope fan. Excited oh, to watch it for the first time. Okay, we. I think we talked uh, last time. You said you were gonna watch more Chi Hayafuru. So what have you been playing, Stu? I haven't. <laughs> no. I, I legit. I, well, actually, no. I've watched some more Jujutsu Kaisen, and I've watched some more Cyberpunk. I guess I'm tying up those loose ends before I. There you go. Yeah, yeah you got to do your homework yeah. before. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, uh, I'm, like, I'm like one or two episodes away from the end of Cyberpunk, which means I watched a couple more episodes. <laughs> Three, I think. It's good. The, end, the last few episodes are really good, too. I really like the last one. Got me stressed out. Yeah. It's yeah. stressful. Yeah. Um, I. So. I, I, I wish I would have said this on the last episode, but maybe I was just a little too sauced or something. Sure. But uh, I, I went to watch more Chihaya Furu, and I was like, oh, nice. oh, I'll check if there's like a dub or something. And then I went and I was like, oh, there's no dub. I'm like, oh, that's inconvenient. And then I was like, you can't really dub Chihaya Furu, I feel like. Oh, like you could, yeah. Because then they would have to come up with like workable translations for all the poems, too. Right. Because like if you just did like a one for one translation, of what they're saying the poem's not gonna work with like the words that it translates to. oh yeah so then you need to come up with your own poems but that's not what the card like the cards aren't gonna say what your new poem says yeah so you'd have to awkwardly work the word chihaya into it yeah 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 so it, it it's like it's such a it's it's interesting that it's it's such a japanese show yeah that it's like yeah, I, I don't really think you could do a dub. I don't think a dub could really ever do it justice. I didn't really think about that, but yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. yeah it's it's, it's like got to be one of the most undubbable animes out there. Yeah, it's yeah. just, it's so distinctly uh, Japanese. Yeah. I felt similarly when I started watching the dub of uh, Hell's Paradise. Oh, and, how's that going? Uh, well, I, fi- I, wa- I started watching the dub. I was like, this feels wrong. Really? Yeah, like they're talking about all this like, Taoism and uh, like Buddhism and stuff like that. Yeah. There's all these samurai and they're like, you know, talking about classic Japanese stuff. I'm like, this feels weird <laughs> I, I, more than anything else. Like, this, like, it feels like it's of its time despite its like violence or whatever. That makes a lot so of I sense. So I switched back to the sub for that one. And oh, I did, nice. I am all caught up on Hell's Paradise. Wow. 
Yeah. Hey, gave something to keep watching, and then he kept watching. And then I kept watching. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually this is character I, development. I think I'm actually I, Kids on the Slope was a was a rough one to start with here, but I think I've actually kept watching most of the shows I kept no watching. No way. Yeah, because I know I finished Cyberpunk. Um, I believe I finished Odd Taxi. I think the only ones. Uh, you watch Azokin. Yes, I finished Azokin, and I finished uh, the only ones I can think of that I didn't. Obviously, Kids on the Slope, um, Melancholy of Haruhi Suzumiya. We never watched that for. We didn't watch that one. Mm-hmm. What was the one where the girl moves in with? Um, oh, into uh, the uh, with her grandma, and they run like a the, like bathhouse or whatever bathhouse. Yeah, um, or the hotel in not, whatever the fuck. Um, that's not Melancholy. Hanasaku Iroha. It's Hanasaku Iroha. Yeah, I didn't Melancholy keep watching of Haruhi Suzumiya. It's a very different anime. Should okay. We should do that for an episode. Sometime. Yeah, I, maybe you just said it enough that I'm like, it's that one. I've said, well, because I was talking about it earlier tonight because uh, Migi is voiced by the voice actress from uh, of Haruhi Suzumiya. There we go. Um, and I mentioned it last episode, too, because um, available now on Bandcamp, uh, I have a song out with Brie Carmel of the Blooming Heads. Um, we covered a song by Aya Hirano, who is the, um, the voice actress of Haruhi Suzumiya. And I'm just realizing, I meant to add that to the description of the previous episode uh-huh. and i even looked it up i like went back on tw- twitter i was like i bet if it if they've released this it's got to be on bakri's twitter i found it i had the link i was like <laughs> dope here we go and then just just didn't happen all right so That's i'll fine. add it back available now on Bandcamp. Yeah, uh, yeah go, go check listen, it out go, go listen to that that was a lot of fun to make shout yeah. out to three they, they were very fun to collaborate with yeah no it sounded yeah, good wonderful thank you yeah yeah um yeah uh, or he's good. Or he's good. But yeah. yeah, all that to say, every I think most of the shows I gave a keep watching to, I have completed or at least kept ones. watching. Keep watching X Arm. Uh, I think you gave that a keep watching. No wait, no. Well, wait, during we, the episode itself, I was the one defending it, and then no, you came... no, no. I because I believe there was a lot. We ba- like you and I, not Tim gave it a keep watching and total garbage oh yeah i think that was our rating yeah, so okay. i'm gonna i'm gonna protect myself with that so if you, if you kept watching it or you didn't keep watching it either way you were right yeah, so, I, yeah. I can't lose or That's win right. <laughs> <laughs> um but i'm trying to remember the other yeah because you did well, you grilled me on this and i, I did horribly I, i'd only watched a couple of them <laughs> i mean i could pull out my phone and check yeah, but yeah whatever uh it's well, more well, fun to struggle to remember them yeah boy, what have we done i mean this is episode 41 41 41 right. this is our third or fourth halloween episode yeah wow i think this is this i is... think this is our fourth because we did, I know we've done paranoia agent jinji ito and what was the spooky higurashi higurashi i gave that one to keep watching and didn't keep watching there it is but there's part of me that wants to play the visual novel so that's it's good that's the issue yeah it's good and you can actually like uh you can you can play or buy and play it in segments uh like each saga i guess you could say each arc is its own like title on steam yeah um the first one is actually free uh you can just download it and play now if i do get that free one can i does it come with how it looked originally with like the weird art good yeah you can you can toggle it at will because that was that was my big worry. I that refuse if I, to play it any other way. Yeah, that's yeah. How, exactly how I want to play it. Hundred yeah. percent. I do not want new art. I want how it how it was intended. Yeah. How it was built to perfection. You can you can also um so there's different versions of the game that have come out over the years in various countries and such uh, and 
there's a mod that can kind of like gather all the extra features from those. Like, cause there's some of them that are like add little, um, uh, in visual novels, they call them CGs, but like basically the, the more detailed art of like something yeah. actually happening, you know, in between the, the portraits and stuff. Um, you can download those, you can like get the different soundtracks and stuff like that and like have them all kind of like melded into one, like, omnibus experience of the game i'm not gonna say definitive because like the definitive one is the first one um shout out to my friend forte he made a video on that it's really really good um oh shit not not higurashi but the idea of something being definitive oh. um but yeah uh that i think is like my my preferred way to play it is like you get all the cool like because there's some really awesome soundtrack like music in the in those games and like the cgs are actually really nice but you also need those original backgrounds and portraits. Yeah. Uh, oh, it's it's such a vibe. It's let so me, good. Let me mix them. Yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah, <laughs> mix and match. It's a great time. That's perfect. Yeah. Well, speaking of mixing and matching, you want to talk about the two horror <laughs> shows that we wow. watched? Wow. Again with the segue. Excellent. I do. You know, it's like I do this for a living. It's, yeah. Um, one day. Yeah, one day. Hey, our Patreon. No. Um, <laughs> let me open a beer here. Um, so we watched two episodes of Unayashiki and the last hero the last hero oh excuse me uh we watched two episodes of Unayashiki the last hero um we watched those and then we watched um six episodes of Parasite yeah Parasite the Maxim Parasite the Maxim I looked up what Maxim means and I still don't know why it is called that it is like a saying uh, uh google said it's like a, like a, a pithy saying like something that's like said so often that it kind of early uh, bird like gets it, the worm kind of yeah thing. like it's true but like you know it's said too much yeah it's like everybody um, knows at least that's kind of what i remember i could be wrong yeah. like you're not you're not really you're not really dropping any wisdom on anybody by saying like experience is the best teacher or laughter yeah. is the best medicine or whatever yeah the the example it had was uh actions speak louder than words yeah yeah um yeah okay sure um but anyway so we watched both those um so i guess again trigger warning uh we're gonna talk about a lot of violence gore there's even uh probably a brief discussion about kids in horror movies yeah. and some bad stuff there at least one uh, dog yeah. <laughs> uh, and we're not gonna show anything so you don't have to worry about that but we will have timestamps and yeah. whatnot um, it probably, if that kind of stuff is, that's the kind of thing that gets to you, I'd probably just maybe avoid our discussion of these spooky animes, yeah. but, uh, yeah, we'll still have the timestamps there. Um, so do you want to talk, let's talk briefly about Unuyashiki? Sure. Uh, so I brought this evil to our door. Um, <laughs> Stu texted me the other day, Hey, what do you want to watch for Halloween? And I was, uh, and you mentioned Parasite and I was like, Oh yeah, I've, I've seen most of Parasite. Um, I think I dropped off of it because Tokyo Ghoul was happening at the same time, and I was far more interested in Tokyo Ghoul. Um, but yeah, I was like, yeah, I've seen most of it. You know, I was I was also thinking about picking up or checking out Inuyashiki, and then you looked it up and it sounded like you know probably saw the same description as me, and I was we both thought that sounded cool. Um, so we watched a couple episodes of that. Uh, yeah, it's really heavy. It's yeah. like it's it's it has like there's some really really like heavy just depraved shit that happens on the screen like kind of in an unflinching way we don't really see like it's not like the sort of like oh we're gonna cut away when the violence happens you know like it's, it's yeah. all just happens on the screen and at the same time the character who is is doing these acts is so flippant and silly about the whole thing that like it just it's very unsettling and like 
you know, I'm not making any sort of like moral judgment about it or any. I actually plan to, you know, continue to watch it because I like grim dark shit and, you know, I'm I'm curious. Uh but it didn't seem like it would make a very fun discussion, so. Yeah, I I had watched a video. I've never seen so I we're pretty sure it's by the same guy who did Gantz. I looked it up, it is. Okay, so I watched a video by this uh, YouTuber, Bennett the Sage, who yeah, is like an anime it. reviewer, yeah. and, he ta- and he talked about Gantz, and um, in that discussion, he talked about how, like, really dark everything is like yeah. like every person who's like a bad guy is like the worst possible guy yeah and it's just and it's to a point that it becomes like really depressing and, yeah. and heavy and i was like okay yeah i'm not gonna watch Gantz. like sure. that's just not my jam i've seen a few episodes of Gantz. i haven't like gotten to the point where it gets like that i've like read a little bit of it and i watched the movie which is it's just we gotta fight these demons i'm just the movie you know it's, yeah it's not that bad yeah i think um he was specifically talking about the show that came out in like the early 2000s yeah. or something. But uh, yeah, either way, um, it just seemed too, too heavy. Cause yeah. the comparison it got a lot at the time was with uh, Evangelion, which is also like has depressing moments and things For like sure. that. But it's just like Evangelion, I think it strikes a good balance. Like it never gets like too, too, too dark or when it does, it's kind of like, towards like the the climax of the show yeah it kind of saves those big punches for like the really 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 big moments and this this show seems to kind of more revel in like the the worst aspects of humanity yeah and that was and and i don't mind dark and edgy stuff but what pushed me over the edge with this show and i think what what we were talking about with like it's gonna be hard to discuss this because it is so dark and mean and then there was some violence against children and then there's also a dog in the show and you know something's gonna happen to that dog see anything happen to the dog but like come on yeah yeah but the the violence against the kid was that i was like i don't like this yeah Uh, it was it was pretty explicit and it was not cool this yeah it was pretty tough yeah um yeah i i i definitely have like a particular type of headspace like when i'm when i am like where I can enjoy that kind of thing. Not like, you know, like, ha, that's sick. The kid died. But like, I don't know. Sometimes I just want to be real sad. Yeah. And, and I don't think it's like, it was like, I I don't think it's so like, it's so bad that it's like, it's going to put off everybody. Yeah. Like I was down to, I guess, finish the show or finish the six episodes. But that was definitely like a okay. Now you got to work harder to win me back. Yeah, that it, that part kind of harsh the vibe. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. And and you brought it up. I think you made the right point that it was like, hey, we should watch something different because I don't think we can riff on this show. <laughs> yeah, like exactly. it's too dark. Yeah. Um. So we called it there. We watched two episodes. Um. Yeah. It's it seems interesting. I'm I'm keen to you know see where it goes and stuff. I'll report back in less detail yeah uh, so you're giving yeah. you to keep watching I'm, i guess i'm giving you to keep watching yeah i by like i'd been meaning to watch it i still mean to watch it um sometimes i just like some fucked up shit you know yeah you'll have to tell me about it because uh i i don't think i'm gonna check it out but i'm so curious yeah. about it because it's so because the, the 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 weird thing for me is the protagonist it's Ooh. like this older gentleman who's just kind of down on his luck yeah uh and you don't really see that as the protagonist, right? Like a salary man well past his prime. Yeah. Like, like well but. past it. his his family kind of treats him like I still I think maybe he is uh he's a the dad of the the mom of the two kids and not mm. her husband. I don't know. They make it kind of confusing. Yeah, I couldn't figure out the familial. She calls him dad. 
Yeah. But I don't know if that just because like my mom calls my dad dad sometimes because like, you know, in our nuclear family setting, he is the dad. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, so I couldn't quite tell what was going on there. But um, yeah, his family treats him like dirt. His job is like, you know, not going so great. Doctor yeah. told him he has three to three months to live and is very kind of blase about it. Um, things aren't going so good for him. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I like the dichotomy between him and, um, or I shouldn't, I should say, juxtaposition between him and the other guy who had who gets these superpowers. His name is. Yeah, how that guy's like a psychopath, but he, but the other guy like wants to be good because it, they're both looking for feeling, but yeah. they find them in different ways. Definitely. Yeah, uh, and I think that's really there's something very interesting there. It's just too edgy. It's yeah. just too dark. Yeah. Yeah, that's it's it takes a particular time and place for that that level of edge. Yeah. I think I had the same experience with um, Takashi Miike's. I think it was Thirteen Assassins, something like that. Um, the the bad guy in that is like a similar level of like he's like the shithead kid of like a shogun or something like that, and he's just like lived his whole life in like this this sort of you know all sorts of luxury and stuff like that, and has zero human compassion whatsoever, and so like he just entertains himself by like be doing horrible horrible yeah. things to people and like there was a part where a messenger comes in to tell him something and he is in the middle of like using a family for target practice uh or something like that and like the kid is like begging him not to shoot or something and he like takes the shot and goes like what and you know just like super blase about the whole thing um that like i was like i'm interested i'm not gonna watch this right now yeah uh, yeah absolutely and i like a good bad villain yeah. right like i like guys who are just objectively like terrible people because then but the, the the reason i like that is because then when they get their like you know when when the hero shows up and just absolutely rips the tar out of him it's yeah. like oh yeah that's great i'm this sure that's is gonna so be satisfying cool. in inuyashiki too yeah i Probably. hope so i i just worry the show seems to like enjoy the worst parts about people yeah that i'm so worried that like he's just gonna win you know, and you it'll know? be like, yeah, and everything sucks, doesn't <laughs> it? And it's like, that's not why I like super bad dudes. Yeah. Yeah. I like that's watching bad happens. dudes get theirs. Yeah. That's what I, that's really what I like. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. We'll never get a season two of uh, Shigurui Death Frenzy. If you know, you know. <laughs> that was, that was one of those that is like, it, it's a, it's like one of those super, it's like a historic, uh, like a historical fiction anime about like feudal Japan or whatever. And, uh, there are multiple characters who are just bad, 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 bad. And like, it's a very gory, very like, you know, no, no punches pulled type of type of thing. And they didn't get a second season. So it stops right before shit starts getting real good. Oh, and, uh, I guess I could read the manga, but I can't read, so I can only <laughs> well, read subtitles. Well, and when it comes to action stuff, I feel like like I, I generally really like reading the manga compared to the show mm. a lot of the times, but like I was reading Hell's Paradise, and I was like, I actually kind of prefer the show because the action is so good in the yeah. show, and while the action is cool in the manga, I'm like... It's just cooler when you can see the movement, you know, as opposed to just kind of reading a few panels that imply movement. I know? agree. I think yeah, for the most part, I'm I'm in the same boat. Uh, like when I was reading through Naruto, I would uh, 
just read through it and then I would just pull up like whatever fight seemed interesting. I would pull it up on YouTube and just yeah. watch the fight. Um, but yeah, like especially with some of those longer running shonen stuff, you know, Naruto, Bleach, whatever, like the manga is almost essential. Like, yeah, there's so yeah. much just kind of nonsense fluff in in those shows, both in just like the pacing of an individual episode and also just like the content of the episodes themselves overall. Um that yeah, it's like unless you just really love watching a lot of nothing for you know several like unless you like seeing several episodes of Goku flying to a location. I hope I get there in time. You know, then yeah, it's it's probably just best to read. Favorite it. part about DBZ, yeah, right, yeah, um, yeah. I know, and to bring it a little bit back to uh, uh, Inuyashiki, uh, I know people who read the One Piece manga and then watch the the fights on uh, in in the show yeah. to kind of get the. The experience of both uh, I'd start doing that honestly because like the anime does move pretty slow yeah, yeah. but uh it's there the the one thing i really got to give inuyashiki is that um i love that the villain is like a one-piece psychopath like i oh, I, yeah. I i have friends who love one piece and there are so many moments i can screenshot from this where it's <laughs> yeah. like he's like about to murder this girl he's like oh but do you read one piece who's your favorite character yeah. he's like crying like who's like, your favorite one piece character though it's my favorite character zoro he's like oh it's a good choice nice yeah, nice <laughs> uh, he, was, he was mentioning something else like uh Fuck, what was it? it was like f- funky monkeys or something like that yeah and he was like if you like one piece you must love funky monkeys i was like i like one piece i don't know what the fuck that is yeah maybe i'm not far enough in one piece i don't know yeah he must i it must be like a one piece reference because like uh, maybe the main character's named like luffy d monkey or monkey something. d luffy yeah. monkey d luffy yeah, i was close <laughs> yeah, yeah you got yeah. You, all the components are there yeah, yeah right that's how names work. You just you have to just, get them in some order. Yeah. Well, you were just calling him. You were just calling him by the by the Japanese order, uh, right. or you know, last yes. name first. Yeah. 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 I'm just I'm just that much of a weed. You know? <laughs> yeah, I gotta bring exactly. it into all aspects of my life. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. Anything else you want to say about the show, or uh, you know, jump to Parasite? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I guess it's a keep watching from me. Yeah. I like grim dark shit. I read all of Song of Sai in one setting. That's, yeah. You, you'll problems. Ha- you'll have to tell because. You'll have to tell me if the dog somehow lives. It won't. There's no fucking way. No fucking way. If it does, <laughs> I'll I lie might... to you. I'll tell you. Yeah, that hell, fuck you. <laughs> I'll tell you that it survived. Because that would be the thing that could bring me back. Really? If somehow that dog lived or became a gun, I would uh, be. Yeah, if the all dog becomes it. a gun. Yeah. That'd be cool. yeah. Yeah. Either way, they actually rebuilt the dog too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll let you know. I'll let yeah. You know. That would. That would bring it in for me yeah uh well so i wanted to watch parasite because i had watched this show uh back when i wasn't a big anime guy yeah um it was right around when i went to my first sack anime mm. which sounds like i would be an anime guy but i just went because i didn't want to go to work sure so that's as good a reason as any yeah i was like can i have this weekend off so um so i went i had a great time and it started me getting on my anime path yeah but Parasite didn't do it for me at that time. I watched a couple episodes. I was like, this is boring. So I wanted to revisit it today. Yeah. And I'm here to say, I don't think this show is boring. Yeah. It's pretty pretty good. I'm enjoying it. I I think I might be liking it more this time than I liked it the first time around. Yeah. I I was actually really enjoying it. Yeah. Um, It, I think, I don't know what, I don't really know what my issue with it was exactly before but i i like the 
the only thing I would really pull at it now is that the fight scenes are good, but they're not that exciting. Yeah. But everything else about the show was pretty intriguing to me. I kind of, and this is, this is, I'm really shooting from the hip here. Uh, but I kind of feel like back then the climate for action anime was kind of different. Like the, yeah. the, the, the isekai invasion hadn't really happened yet. Uh, like sword art was a thing. Like there were a couple, but like it was not as it is today. Yeah. Um, because I feel like, you know, by and large, like as far as just like good old fashioned, you know, shonen, they're going to fight a bunch type anime is like kind of few and far between these days. Even Attack on Titan isn't as like, you know, fighty fight as it used to be. Yeah. Um. So I think like in that climate, like or the climate nowadays, it's like a bit more refreshing to see like, oh, yeah, we got some some body horror, some people getting chopped up, some, you know, some good old edgy action type shit. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're not getting as much of that today, whereas, like, we were, I mean, there's plenty of that fucking shit in 2013 or whenever this show came out. Yeah, it, 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 this is really an anime of its time. Yeah. Like, oh, man, the fucking dubstep is so fucking, funny. <laughs> yeah, there's there's so much about it that while I was watching, I was like, you, it would be, the show would be so different if they made it today. Yeah. Uh, well, before we get too deep into that, you want to give it like just a brief synopsis? Oh, for sure. Listen. Um, so, uh, so there's this alien species called the Yerks who uh, come down to Earth <laughs> and uh, they start crawling into people's ears and wrapping themselves around their brains. And then uh, five teenagers cut through a construction park, uh, construction lot, right. and they meet a uh, an Andalite, uh, a dying alien who has the power to tra- <laughs> transform. Um, this is the plot of Animorphs. More or less the same thing. These brain controller aliens come down, they burrow into people's heads and they take over their brains. Um, one of them tries to get into the head of a young man named Shinichi and fucks up horribly, uh, ends up in the hand instead. And then Shinichi like gives himself a tourniquet sort of thing so that she, uh, the alien can't get into his head. Um, and so it ends up in his, in his hand instead. Uh, so he still maintains full control of his, his, you know, brain and whatnot. And, uh, meanwhile, his hand is now able to transform into blades essentially. Yeah. It can, it can transform, like the thing from the movie the thing exactly yeah um shout out to john carpenter big sonic fan hey jc thanks a lot dude yeah yeah big ups big ups man Um, come on the podcast (laughs) talk about sonic with us we will the whole podcast would be talking about sonic i love the idea of having a john car like having this like incredible (laughs) filmmaker just absolute incredible talent and only talking to him about sonic <laughs> he's like so you, you guys want to talk about this uh this series we watched and I'm no just like, so what's your favorite level in unleashed exactly <laughs> okay what do you think about <laughs> i don't think lost world is as bad as people make it out to be what are your thoughts what do you think about sonic cd i we i was watching we were watching a youtube video the other day at a friend's house and the knuckles like um rap came on and i was like oh that's the knuckles rap and i was like what has happened to me hell yeah yeah i know (laughs) the whole song (laughs) i like recognized it like immediately i was like no no this can't what has bakery done (laughs) (laughs) that's the real parasite right there that was uh so fun fun origin story uh the bakery lore here um for like i've always been a sonic fan it was my very first game and stuff but like I don't know. I've never really like thought of myself as like a fan of anything for a long time. There are just things I like and things I don't. And I didn't realize how important Sonic was to me until it was pointed out. Uh, like that song came on like some somehow somewhere. 
and I just started rapping along with it. And like, of course, I know every word to it. And uh, he was just like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> I was just like, what? And he's like, how do you know that? And I was just like, how many times do you think I played Sonic Adventure? He's like, that's not a normal thing. And that's when I realized like, oh, yeah, this is this is my particular brainworm. This yeah. isn't a normal thing that people do. So. Yeah, nobody has. You're the only person with the Knuckles rap memorized. No, I mean, yeah. I'm sure there's others. There's, no, there's other freaks I don't like think me. So. I don't think so. Somewhere out there. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, so getting back to Paris, <laughs> uh, before we get too off the rails, right? There. You got Sonic socks today. I do have Sonic socks on. It's, it's we're on, we're yeah. truly on a Sonic. The, I got moment. the dogs out today. Yeah, I got the hogs out. Ho- so, anyways, before we got into the synopsis, before we got into Sonic, Indeed. we were talking about how this was a show of its time. Oh yeah, and. Man, it's this is a good looking show. Oh yeah, like I I don't want to like dunk on it there. Like it has some like it's obvious by, um, CG moments. It's by Madhouse. It's by Madhouse. Yeah. yeah. To go back even further, uh, it, Inuyashiki is the first Mappa, Mappa show that we're like no. Yeah, that's true actually. <laughs> uh, yeah. Or at least it's like where we because these we're usually a very pro Mappa podcast. Generally, yeah. But Madhouse nailed it on this one. I I really like. The animation for the like the parasite itself, like for the weird creatures. Migi is very cute, I think. Yeah, they they do a good job of like cute and violent and trans. Its transformations all look really smooth yeah. too, and uh, and it it also carries over into the animations of just like the people too. Like their their motions are very like exaggerated, and there's some really good like animation smears yeah. in them. And it, it makes the whole show flow because there's really good smears in like the um uh like the transformations of the 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 creatures. Yeah, you know? totally. Uh and I believe I'm using the term right. Smear is like how or it's like maybe it's stretch, I can't remember. But like how if you're animating a person, you have them kind of move in a way that like a person wouldn't move, but yeah. it exaggerates the moment and you're you're literally like stretching a character in a way that's like unrealistic. Yeah. And then you're ba- and they bounce back to the point and it gives it a little more kinetic energy. Yeah. Something like that. There's like and the so, show's got really good that. Yeah. So like the smear is like in between so like my hand moves from here to here. Like if you pause in between there can be a frame where my hand is like my arm is kind of warped as it goes. Yeah. Yeah. Like a, a really bad example is like in Naruto there's the uh My like, pain is greater than yours. My pain is greater than yours. <laughs> That's like a like a smear, but you can like see too much. Like it's not fast enough for it to work. Yeah, that actually like uh, one of those uh, pain pictures. I think is a keyframe. Like it, I like I watched the the fight and I was like, oh, that's not just like an like someone paused at just the right moment. Like that is just what that precise moment looks like. Yeah, it's 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 bad, but it gives you an idea of what we're talking. Totally. About. Yeah, and if you haven't seen it before. Open another tab real quick and check that out. <laughs> there's there's another there's another um animation principle. And now, of course, now that I'm talking about it, I can't fucking remember what it's called. But it's like it's like overselling or over something. Um, where instead of like say if I were to like point at you, like if someone were animating it, they might make a choice to like have me go like this instead to like really emphasize yeah. what I'm doing, like kind of adding extra motion to it to like you know set the tone for what I'm doing. Yeah, Um, there's there's like a good amount, but like a tasteful amount of that as well. Like you know, especially with like how fucking freaky the aliens and stuff are. Yeah, there's also like a it. It seems like it's a really interesting 
time in anime too because there was a part where somebody said something to the character and he did like the anime fall down but it was (laughs) like more realistic and it made me go like oh yeah this is probably that era where like that was stopping becoming as big of a thing i remember around that time thinking like people don't fall out of surprise like they used to in anime yeah but like yeah then, was, but then it, it happens there it was like kind of still a dying art at the time whereas yeah now i think if if like you know if fucking isekai anime number 377 did that you know i i think it would just completely fall flat with the audience yeah it's it's such a like a, a lost trope yeah um another element of this show being of its time the fucking music. The fucking music is so good. <laughs> I actively dislike the music in this show. This is like the first time in a while where I've been like, I don't like the opening song. I don't like the outro. I don't like the music that plays during the show. I, I, anytime there is something that is is outside of what's happening in the the scene, I'm like, this is kind of bad. I kind of love it. <laughs> like it sucks, but I'm very into it. I think that I think the Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas song at the beginning is like fine. Uh, yeah, I'm being too mean to it. But it's yeah. but it, yeah, it is very much like of its time for yeah. sure. It's, and it's very it's like overly auto tune. Yeah, it was like that point where it's like auto tune was starting to become cool, so people were just cranking it to eleven. Yeah, and just bring it back a little bit. It's cool, <laughs> but it's not. Mm. Yeah. Um, and then also, uh, the ending theme song I think is fine, but is woefully out of place every time it plays. Yeah. It is so peaceful. Cause it's just really nice. Like, yeah, it's just like acoustic guitar pop ballad. Uh, and it almost always comes after like something really like horrific has happened. Yeah. But like, and I, I know there's a lot of anime where like that's kind of used as like to kind of offset, like, you know, something an Evangelion episode ends on like a real, real tense moment. And then we play fly me to the moon and it's this kind of like um this strange you know hot and cold sort of juxtaposition type thing this just feels completely out of place by comparison yeah it's not it does not add to the experience like i think some of those other ones do well and it's it's tough because so much of the music and like the the setting for it is like this extreme like dubstep kind of stuff so when the moments are intense they're like really intense yeah and then to go from that intensity to like hey How's it go? Like just this, like Jason Mraz ass yeah. song, like comes in. And it's like, uh, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. like it just, it just feels like tonal whiplash. I don't know, like what the what the lyrics are saying or anything, but it feels like a like a not quite a hey there Delilah type song, but yeah. like yeah, like it's it sounds like you're serenading a lady. Yeah, it like it might as well be for how much it just like whips you in the face with yeah. it. Uh, I will say, while I found the like dubstep action soundtrack distracting, it wasn't a deal breaker. Yeah, like I don't like it. I wish they would have gone with something just, just like I feel like you can put rock in something and it's just gonna work. Yeah. But I mean, the show is very of its time. Very, that music was cool. Very so. early twenty, uh, like twenty tens. Yeah, sure. uh, yeah. I I don't. I've I've gotten enough distance distance from dubstep that I don't dislike it like or the, I'm not offended by its presence anymore but like it does just sound kind of especially this I think in particular like sounds very it sounds generic like yeah. it, it almost hits that same part of my brain like you know the the ukulele and glockenspiel like commercial music that you would always yeah. hear in like car commercials and stuff like that that's what I think of when I hear dubstep music these days you know what I mean <laughs> it's just like oh, Jesus 
what fucking crony did they have to crank this out in half an hour you know (laughs) i think the other thing too is that it doesn't ramp up with the scene right because you'll have like characters talking about what they're going to do and then you have the action yeah and the 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 intensity of the music is the same throughout it like it doesn't you know it isn't like kind of exciting and then swells when the action starts it's just intense the whole fucking way especially with like with how like edm in general uh, kind of like is constructed like the whole idea is like the build up into the drop and the drop is where like the the big you know where all the people doing their drugs go crazy you know yeah um the the music gets really big like it doesn't do that and like if you are going to have like a dubstep soundtrack like why wouldn't you build that around that like it almost makes me think that like think like it's stock music somehow like they got it out of an audio library and like it wasn't made for it yeah or it's like you like the music and you just kind of put it in there without a lot of thought of how it affected the scene yeah yeah totally yeah uh maybe a combination of both maybe you know um it's not a deal breaker but it is so frustrating (laughs) yeah uh yeah i i think it it almost it kind of adds to the charm for me a little bit like <laughs> i like it because it's stupid <laughs> so yeah yeah but i totally 1000% get what you're where you're getting I yeah. just you know or where you're coming from yeah yeah um plot wise i think this show's really cool it's really solid yeah uh i i love the i love the issues between um Migi, the parasite right hand. And what was the name of the protagonist? Shinichi. Shinichi. I really liked that they're like forced allies. Yeah. Because uh, the little parasite guy doesn't care about other life and Mm. is only keeping Shinichi alive because if Shinichi dies, so does uh, Migi. Yeah, they're like more or less inseparable now. Yeah. Like Migi can detach for uh you know brief stints, but uh it, it seems as though if, if he goes too long, he will die. Yeah, and I, I like that they're kind of like you're never sure if like uh Shinichi can trust Migi fully. Yeah. If you know. Um because like I, like in the third episode, Migi's like, Hey, so here's my plan. Um there's all these people around you, and this one guy's just trying to kill us yeah so we'll just use them as a wall of meat and when he's cutting through them then we'll get him yeah and he's like i don't want to let all these people (laughs) die to save me yeah Uh, um so i i like those those odds there yeah i agree yeah um it is really interesting sort of like perspective i guess like migi is very like mercenary approach to like everything just like this is what needs to get done this is the best way to do it it does not matter who else dies or anything like that that's not none of my concern like that mixed with shinichi's like not only just like not wanting to hurt people but like he's got a sort of like heroic altruism around him you know even if he's gonna get his ass kicked he's gonna step up to like help somebody if he's getting beat up or whatever yeah and it feels like more too as migi is kind of like hey I actually don't care about anybody that's not me. Yeah. Like I only care about my own life. Um, I feel like he's like, I'm not like, he's almost like pushing the other way where he's like, well, if you're going to be like that, I'm actually going to be extra. Like, yeah. you know, I, I see this guy getting his ass beat. I'm going to go try and help him. You know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I think I actually, uh, I think that's a really good point. I think that, that Shinichi kind of like 
in seeing the opposite, like, you know, something that he sees as, like, very inhuman, because it is, um, like, he sees that, like, Migi's, like, inhuman logic, and it makes him want to, like, lean into his feelings of, like, compassion and, like, justice and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah that's a good point. I didn't really think about that. Yeah. And, and, and again, like, I, that, that, the, their issues as they kind of arise but you want them to be friends yeah like that's all i want this whole time it's like just work together guys like be friends save humanity i think um so episode six uh or five or whatever migi like uh shinichi gets his heart pierced uh migi like goes to great lengths to fix him because if he dies they both die and um in so doing migi kind of takes on a part of Shinichi and vice versa. So Migi now feels the need to, he has to actually sleep for uh, hours in the day. And Shinichi is like, he no longer needs glasses. He can run really fast and jump really high. Yeah, he's gone full Spider-Man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He has the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man moment where he just like puts on the glasses. <laughs> he's like, I don't need these. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, I think a part of that, I and maybe this is a prediction, maybe this is just me like remembering from the, vast recesses of my brain or something i think migi kind of starts taking on a bit more human compassion now that he has a part of shinichi uh in him as well because i was curious where that's gonna go because yeah. it could go that like migi's like yeah i'm gonna be more human compassionate yeah or it's like hey i control your heart like i can make you like stop yeah if you're not doing what i want you to do could be you know because there's a part where he's trying to tell his dad about the monsters after he but after migi has become his heart yeah and uh when he, every time he's like oh the my tears are welling up or i can't keep doing this yeah um i was like oh is it because oh. migi's like affecting him maybe so i don't know i kind of like that idea um so yeah and that's what i like about the show it's like i want them to be friends yeah but the fact that they're not add so much tension to that show. Yeah. Like if they were that. just working together, this would be a fun battle shown in thing. <laughs> but yeah. the fact that they're not, it's just like just that little bit of drama. Yeah. You know? Very into it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm enjoying it quite a bit. Uh, I think a lot more than I was enjoying it the first time around. Absolutely. Yeah. Same. Um, yeah. I love how weird all of like the villains have been so far. Yeah. Too. Um, like the the weird teacher and the and the person she pairs up with and is like, yeah, we tried sex. Uh, it was weird. I'm pregnant now. But, <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, you know, I'm also a terrible mutant monster who's gonna experiment on this baby. It's yeah. like, oh, that's messed up. It was it was interesting that so she's like she's posing like she continues her spot her place in society where like the original host was like she's a teacher and. The only thing that gets her to stop doing that is the um, the faculty are like, <laughs> hey, you're pregnant and you can't tell us who the father is. You're unwed and that's a bad, like basically just super, I think like to my American sensibilities, like really overreaching. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just like really poking their noses where it doesn't fucking belong being like you're an unwed mother Are you working as a teacher at our school oh, oh yeah um and then she's like i'm out and she's like well 
I guess I don't have to keep being this person anymore. It's yeah. no longer convenient for me. Yeah, I love that she, I can't remember the character's name, but she's just like, I guess I'm not this person anymore. And yeah. just leaves. And everybody's like, what are you talking about? Yeah. She's like, well, she's like I guess good. I'm going to start killing people. Uh, yeah, I, that was that was pretty good. Which I think is an appropriate response, ladies. If, you know, if someone yeah. starts overreaching in your life like that, you know, professionally, uh, just, just unleash the beast, you know, yeah. become a freaky alien monster, start chopping off heads. It's fine. You brought up an interesting point with that character is uh, she has just so in in the show whipping around in tones, it like went from one scene to another to another. And then the last part was uh, that we see that teacher alien lady being like, oh, the baby moved. Yeah. Like is her physiology going to be changed by the fact that she's pregnant? Like is the parasite going to be even though it's acting like it's rational? Is it actually going to be really caring for that baby? I'm yeah. And uh, this is another thing where like, I don't know if I'm remembering something that I saw before, if I'm just, you know, predicting or what. But like, yeah, I feel like there's going to be some level of like she feels an attachment towards this baby, which she has told us is a perfectly normal human baby. Yeah. Uh, and that, you know, she's going to do some experiments on it after it's born. And if, uh, you know, if it proves useless, she's just going to eat it. Um, yeah, I think I feel like that's where that's going because I because, you know, you can also kind of see uh, that thing that happens to her with her job, um, like on some level, even if it's if it's to nefarious ends, like she is embracing a part of her humanity. Other aliens have been like just being freaky alien guys who happen to look like humans. She is like making a concerted effort and being pretty good at like acting like a human. Yeah. Um, even like when we first meet her, she like admo- she exposes a, a trained pervert, like a guy who's like groping her or whatever. Yeah. Um, which like, and it's not even like a, I'm going to remove your head now. It's like a, you should not grope people on trains. Like this yeah. is a very true thing. And just like kicks him out. Doesn't like rip him apart or anything. Yeah. Kicks him off the train and leaves. Yeah. You know? Like she's making a really solid attempt at being human. And then that kind of backfire, like she gets like a really nasty part of being human. Like yeah. these these people, st- like these really conservative people, sticking their noses where it doesn't fucking belong. Um, and that kind of causes her to pull back. It's like, okay, yeah. I'm not gonna pretend to be this person because that sucks. Yeah, there's a really interesting, like it's pretty base level in some ways, but like uh that it's looking at like hey aren't humans also kind of bad guys <laughs> yeah and it's really interesting every time uh shinichi tries to like argue that hey no we have to save people we got to do this you know you can't we can't have these people going around eating people and then migi's like you eat animals all the time yeah like why is this different like, yeah you don't like, even we think keep about it to whatever it. species we are our hosts you know yeah there's there's like a a, a strangely like vegan message <laughs> to this show where it's like you know like are hu- humans that special or are you know animals also just as special as we think they yeah. are you know i think um my read on that i think is because like shinichi Whenever he does something good or altruistic, he usually cites the fact that he's human as like yeah, the reason for it. They, they de- it's definitely not a hundred percent. Yeah, like it's a sort of like it's a sort of back and forth between like Shinichi believes that he has to do good because he's human and that's what humans do, and Migi's like counter argument to that is like, but humans also do a lot of fucked up shit too. So like you know, there's there's plenty of humans who absolutely would not do that. You are trying to stop humans yeah. who are beating someone up or throwing rocks at a cat or whatever. Yeah. Um. So like it is not a a an essential 
essential trait of humans to be doing this thing. So like, I think, I think on some level it, it kind of poses the question, like, you know, if what is what Shinichi's doing because he's human or because he's like, you know, he has, has the character to be a good person, you know, is it just, is being human enough to say that you're a good person? And obviously not. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Cause it definitely, this show doesn't revel in it. Like, um, Yashiki does, but uh, it definitely does have some like bad dudes. Right? Oh, like yeah. the kids who are throwing rocks at like a cat who's just got his, who's like they've buried kind of like, yeah. so it's, like that's so messed up. But I was also thinking, like, thank God this isn't Inuyashiki because <laughs> like that cat would be dead eight times over. Yeah. Well, he does save that homeless guy. Who the, yeah. Uh, that was good. Yeah. There's uh, teenagers is bad, bad news in. these. Yeah. Shows. All I've gotten from this show is that teenagers sometimes do schoolwork, but mostly just like fight and torture people. Yeah. To paraphrase my chemical romance, teenagers make me very uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, teenagers scare the living heck out of me. That's right. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah they're like shooting fireworks at the homeless guy and then yeah in inuyashiki yeah yeah in, in inuyashiki yeah and then yeah. he has to kind of come in and be like hey don't do that stop it don't stop i love you get some canceled i do i do love yeah that was actually that i actually like that first episode i think is really fun um i love when he's uh walking towards these teenagers and he's having his hero moment yeah and then immediately is like oh uh oh actually and then like they just start beating him with baseball bats. yeah <laughs> and like it, okay he's an old man and he's actually a robot or whatever so it's like he's gonna be okay yeah but it's just like it it, it was really funny that his like hero moment was immediately stopped and he just got his ass beat yeah exactly <laughs> and they're going like don't hit him in the head yet they stop yelling once you do that or something like <laughs> yeah just absolute nightmare children absolutely and then it was funny because he he because he's a robot man he cancels them he like hacks into their twitters or whatever yeah and, he uh, uploads their the video of them shooting fireworks at this homeless guy and then people start doxing them immediately yeah like, these are their names this is where they go to school let's get them yeah yeah crazy stuff oh it's so funny <laughs> god i wish that show was good uh maybe it is i'll let you know yeah, yeah please um i'm trying to think of other stuff from parasite there i really did enjoy this show me too uh, a lot a lot more than i was expecting to quite honestly yeah and even though like i i didn't hate any of the fight scenes either like i i kind of said that they they weren't like as crazy good as i was expecting but like they were really solid. You know? Yeah, I know. I, they like, were fine. Yeah, I think fine is like yeah. the word, perfect word for it. Like the one with the dog was kind of boring, you know. Yeah, but, yeah. I was never mad at any of the visuals. They're 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 very brisk as yeah. well. It's not the kind of thing where like you know he doesn't move and then someone has to explain what the move is and blah blah blah. Yeah, like, this isn't like a you know two episode you know Shonen Slugfest type of thing. It's just like one guy does one attack, the other guy does the other attack. Who won? You know. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of kind of samurai style. Yeah. Which I dig. Another thing I dig is how Migi explains like kind of its powers fairly regularly. Yeah. So you know what the restrictions are. And I feel like it sticks to them fairly well so, so far. Um and on that same note, I also love this. So the teacher reveals that like, you know, humans have no directive mm -hmm. and that, you know, when I came into existence or whatever, I was given the direct directive, like eat this species. Yeah. Like, where is this coming from and where is this going? That is interesting, yeah. yeah. And then she says, oh, you're not 
pure anymore, so I'm not going to eat you. I wonder and what what that means. What does that mean? Yeah. yeah, I like these mysteries. I don't know. I like these powers. I like these mysteries. I like what's going on. Here's I love seconds. Super Shinichi at the end of episode six. <laughs> yeah, who is now just... that he's gathered the chaos emeralds? Yeah, yeah. 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 He can go uh, supersonic yeah. and uh, jump over seawalls and things like that. Oh, real quick, I've been playing the Sonic Frontiers DLC as well. <laughs> Super quick. Holy shit. They made this for psychos. Yeah. They made this for absolute freaks who like, it seems as though as people who said that Sonic Frontiers was too easy and Sega took a lot of offense to that because, oh <laughs> I my took that God, it is so, t- yeah, they took it. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And they took that personally because, oh my God, it's so hard. <laughs> I'm enjoying it. Like at first I was like, what the fuck guys? Like this is a mess. And now I'm like, okay, I get it. That's fucked up, but I get it. Uh, Yeah. Crazy, crazy I, stuff. I think that's a good spot for DLC to be is like if if you want to sell more of your game, release a thing that's like a more like it's a good chance to release something that can be more challenging. Yeah. And Warn people about it. But like if you're crazy about this game, hey, we got it. We got a crazy challenge for you. You know, I think that's always good. I love I love post game stuff that really pushes your your abilities at the game to the limit. I do think it was a mistake to have story stuff locked behind. Those oh, challenges. yeah. OK. Because like this is like a bonus chapter of the game that like if you are not willing to be a real freak about Sonic gameplay, uh, you will probably not see this unless you Google it. <laughs> so it was funny though when you were like, "They made this DLC for freaks." I was like, "This is either going to go really weird or it's going to be like, okay, so like you're fine then." Yeah. You know? Oh yeah, I'm having a great time, but yeah. like it's it's tough. They made this DLC for freaks. You can play as pregnant Sonic finally. <laughs> <laughs> My knuckles inflation is canon now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. No, it's just it's just real, 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 real difficult platforming and and combat and yeah. just everything's super tough um having fun with it though it's neat okay yeah. i'm glad it's fun yeah yeah that's the important thing yeah but i could see a lot of people hating it <laughs> so yeah that's all i had to say about that i just i know, mean i needed to bring that up we got to get the sonic report in exactly we can, yeah know? we've already, we've already mentioned sonic but like i haven't talked about playing sonic yeah before. i feel like in battle school dropouts it's kind of like you can just segue into sonic the hedgehog Kind of at any time. Yeah. And it could come. I, I mean, for me, I could segue into Yu-Gi-Oh! At any exactly. Time as well. That's my Sonic the Hedgehog <laughs> there. So, uh, we have our respective brain diseases. You know? Exactly. <laughs> um, well, you want to get into the ratings or anything more you want to talk about? Uh, rest in peace to Shinichi's mom. That's a bummer. Oh, that was brutal. Yeah. Yeah. Nowhere. Uh, and... I, I don't know if this is indicative of the rest of the show, but it is like kind of, you know, the, she kind of came and went or went with fairly little pomp and circumstance. There yeah. wasn't a whole lot of like, oh, no, his mom is dying. Big dramatic moment. Candlelight vigil. Everybody's crying in the rain. It's just like she's done. Yeah. Um, that's the, it. And it's interesting how it gets set up, too, because it's like there's this unrelated event involving this other parasite yeah. who like gets into a car crash and he's like, oh, I never should have left the city. Yeah. And if you were really paying attention, you'd be like, Shinichi's parents left the city. Oh. You know? And he mentions like, oh, I need a woman's body. Yeah. Like tries to graft onto a the boyfriend of the host that he was inhabiting. Mm-hmm. Um, which, hey, kudos to him for not alerting the boyfriend up until this moment. You know, that's, that yeah. seems like it would be tough to do. Yeah, Especially because well, he didn't seem all that good at 
acting human yeah, after. It, it really, it feels like more like unkudos to the boyfriend not realizing that his girlfriend was not a fucking human. Or yeah, whatever. actually, like, that's yeah. that's far more likely is the guy was just like an absolute fucking idiot. Yeah, just fucking dumb as shit. Yeah. yeah. The, the girlfriend sitting in the car is like, I will exterminate the humans. He's like, yeah, whatever, babe. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, the new Sonic deals is really hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's me, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Rest in peace to the mom. Yeah. Uh, really neat little bit of, uh, I guess, character semiotics with that. Like uh, we were talking about the um, when the mom gets aliened, uh, her hair is shorter because the alien lops off her head and like her hair is like now cut at the at the neck um, yeah and it's kind of like unevenly cut obviously because it was not done with a haircut in mind um and it gives her like a completely different character look while being like very net like it's it happened for very natural reasons you don't even really think about it yeah um, it, no when you pointed that out it's like that's a really fucking good catch yeah it's clever like yeah it. really fucking clever yeah um yeah just good good attention to detail in this show you know i never felt like they were like glossing over i mean yeah i never really felt like they were glossing over something or that like stuff didn't really make sense i you know they answer a decent amount of questions and whatnot i feel like we could we could stand to see a little bit more of and i and i hope that this does happen in future episodes i feel like we could stand to see a bit more of like what's going on with um with shinichi and masada's relationship the 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 girl yeah love interest um yeah, because they kind of go from like what they're like childhood friends or whatever, and then he like accidentally grabs her boob because, of course, uh, and then they make up over that, and then they're like holding hands, and then she comes and visits him, or like it's just like a yeah. whole bunch of like weird little moments with them that don't like make a whole lot of sense to me. She's she's very in like the. I mean, it feels almost like. Um amber in the comic books or whatever you know like yeah, a little bit. It, like there's this character who maybe doesn't have the most personality but is kind of there to be somebody to like hide the the superhero yeah you know i can't let her know that i'm actually spider-man or whatever yeah um and okay. i i i feel like we're gonna get more out of that too especially since I hope so. she like the other um there's another girl who gets introduced they seem to be able to sense that something is wrong with Shinichi's right hand. Yeah. Um, not that they're like, hey, your right hand's fucked, but like, they're just like, mm, this this feels off. Something's going on. You know? Yeah. yeah. And I think that's... So I imagine that's going to come up. That yeah. we're going to discover that whatever this trait is that humans have to discover the parasites, that's going to be like a like a turning point in fighting them. Yeah. It's got a couple of new type girls hanging around. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're just they're just sensitive in that right way. Exactly, they can sense parasites and drive mechs. And yeah, once they get their Gundams, it's over for these aliens. Yeah, these chance. aliens are done for. Yeah, yeah, game over. The other thing that I think is really interesting is how many fucking parasites there seem to be. Yeah, it looks like there's a good amount of them. Yeah, it seems like there's like a shit ton that have shown up. They don't. They don't. As uh, I think the teacher lady says, they don't have a method of reproducing because like when two of the alien infected humans conceive a child, it seems to come out just like a normal human child. Right. So like the aliens that exist are that's it, you know, or the aliens that are here on this planet. I don't think there's going to be any way of like 
reproducing more of them. So like, yeah, unless a bunch of them show up, then there's only going to be like, you know, like what, a couple hundred uh, alien people. Then that kind of adds to, I, I, I guess I had missed that part because I assumed there was some kind of like reproductive aim that these things had because they 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 make fun of um, Migi being in the hand, yeah. Because he's like less effective, but it's like, well, if nobody's reproducing, then you're just kind of like eating people and hanging out. Yeah, I feel like it kind of from what very little I know about you know any sort of animal biology type stuff. Like I I feel like most parasites like a big part of their reason for being parasites is like it helps with their reproductive process. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, um, you're you're gonna hang out on this thing. You're gonna like eat its organs, and you're gonna lay its eggs. Yeah, in, your, in then, its lungs or whatever. Exactly, and your baby, your larvae, larvae hatch, and they like you know they hatch into a perfect food source, and then they eat their stuff, and they turn into flies or whatever. Yeah. Um, they don't really seem to have any sort of method behind, and like it's interesting because the teacher lady talks about like, oh, this is instinct. A fly doesn't. You don't need to teach a fly how to fly. It just knows, you know, yeah. stuff like that. Um. But, like, they don't seem to have any sort of, like, biological directive as far as, like, creating more of themselves. Yeah, and that's where it gets interesting with the directive of, like, eat this species. It's yeah. like, is something more coming? Like, what's what's going to happen? You know? Yeah. And, like, what delivered these aliens to the planet to begin with? Are they yeah. even aliens? You know? They, have not, they, they themselves have no understanding of where they're from other than, like, they show up in sort of a larval form attached to a human and that becomes kind of, they like mature in the human. Yeah. So they don't even know where they're from. Maybe they're not from it. Maybe they were made by a mad scientist. Who knows? We'll find out. Yeah. We know they, they, they show up in these like weird spore eggs. Yeah. They kind of seem to come from the sky. Yeah. Cause they show that pretty explicitly, but otherwise, yeah, it's not really clear. No clue. Oh, uh, one thing I want to bring up before we move past it. Huh. If somebody has watched both uh, Inuyashiki and this show, you may be thinking to yourself, hey, there's a kid murder in Parasite. I have to say, oh, yeah. it is... Well, hey, let's, let's not involve kids in these kind of things. It is off screen. You just hear a kid go, hey, I'm home. And then like the implication is like this monster is going to eat the entire family. Yeah. And then I, I think they hear on the news later or something that that, yeah. that happened. Yeah. Like someone goes like, even the kid? Oh, you know, but like. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's like, it's bad, but like that's such a more palatable thing than explicitly showing this kid getting killed. Yeah. 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 yeah, so I mean, they they did do it, but it's it was a much uh, more stomachable thing. Yes, yeah, it didn't it didn't ruin it for me yeah. like it did in when they explicitly showed it. Yeah, Ugh. <laughs> fucked up. It's fucked up. It's yeah. gonna stick it with me for a minute. Yeah. Um. Well, anyways, you want to get our reviews? Yeah, let's do it. So we got our three. Or we got our review system here on Battle School Dropouts. We got, um. Keep watching, eh, and total garbage. Yep. Bakri, what would you give this show? Uh, I keep watching it before. I will continue. I will keep watching it again. Did you ever finish the show before? No, I got. I I think, and I've done this with a few different animes. I got like maybe two episodes out from the end, and then just didn't finish it. <laughs> and then after a while, I was like, I don't remember what happens, so I didn't yep. finish it. I think. I think. Yeah, it really was like I think Tokyo Ghoul was coming around around the, coming out around the same time, and uh, as far as you know body horror character finds out that he's part way in like you know this weird freaky cannibal thing um 
because that's the premise of Tokyo Ghoul as well. He wakes up and he turns out, it turns out he's half ghoul. Mm. Um, I'm half Tokyo, half ghoul. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's half city, half the freaky vampire thing. Um, yeah. And I was just really into Tokyo Ghoul at the time, so that just yeah. took my attention away. That's another one like Parasite that I need to give a rewatch, because I watched Tokyo Ghoul around the same time that I watched Parasite, and I did not care for Tokyo Ghoul at the time. Tokyo Ghoul, the anime, is kind of a slow burn, and then it, like, over the 26 episodes, it, like, reaches this soaring high by the end of it, and then the next season starts, and it falls off a fucking cliff. Oh. The anime does, not the manga, but, like, Jesus Christ. I was, like, I was so hot on the end of Tokyo Ghoul. I was, like, this is sick. This is one of my new favorite things ever. And then uh, it was called, like, Tokyo Ghoul Root A or something like that, I think was the following uh, series, like, the square root of A. Mm. Um terrible <laughs> i didn't like it at all like from the from the word go i was like this sucks banging theme song though wonderful theme but all the theme songs at tokyo ghoul are fucking excellent but uh yeah guy okay. yeah. yeah that's such a fucking that's it's, so it's, funny it's death note all over again like you can watch the 26 episodes and then that's it you finished it yeah good. yeah it's like um uh one punch man as well oh yeah yeah such a bummer that that shit can happen it's a shame uh, Tokyo Ghoul manga, very good in general, though. Like it, it does not, it, it completely diverts from the from the um, manga at, in that second season. So, oh, interesting. Okay, yeah. probably why it's so bad. <laughs> there you go. That was that was where they fucked up. They're <laughs> yeah. hubris. Yeah, exactly. I thought they could do better. They could not. Yeah, uh, I am also giving the show a keep watching. Um, there's like a solid seventy percent chance that I'm gonna just as soon as we're done here, I'm just gonna put on the next episode. Hell yeah. I'm like really intrigued with what's gonna happen. Yeah um yeah i total 180 from where i was before i yeah. kind of expected to watch it and have my suspicions confirmed that i was like oh yeah okay i see why i didn't like it right you know? and no i really dug it yeah um i would love to go back in time and find out from past me why i didn't like it yeah i think it's just you're in a very different headspace and like i think you know we've we've been doing this podcast for what four years now yeah um i think there's a certain level of like you know just in coming together to talk about animation so frequently i think like you develop like a little bit more sense of like what you're looking at and stuff yeah. like I, we are by far no means like experts or anything close you know anything even in the same world as that but like i think i have more of an appreciation for like you know the good and bad in animation than i did before and there was a lot that I like when I watched it when it was coming out, I was just like, that is a thing that happened. And like now when I see like, you know, when he goes to stab Miggy in the first episode and Miggy breaks the blade off of the knife and throws it into the ceiling, like that was a really, really cool little little sequence there. Yeah. That like when I watched it originally, I was just like, that happened. You know, that yeah. I had no thoughts about it any which way. Um so yeah, I think there's there's more to love now. There's more to appreciate. So on on that note there, I just this this terrible cursed thought mm. crossed my mind. Um so I watched Parasite, thinking about it now, yeah. uh, about 10 years ago when I wow, initially yeah. watched it and did not enjoy it. Um, and so it's interesting how your opinions can kind of change after 10 years. Totally. So I have a proposal here. Ooh, hit me. Um, 10 years from now. <laughs> yep. Um, you know, if we're still doing the podcast, we'll do this episode. If we're not doing the podcast, we come back for a reunion episode. <laughs> 10 years from now, let's watch eat man again 
Oh, man. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Sure. <laughs> and let's let's see if our tastes have changed. I, I hope so, because that was rough. <laughs> Though I think just by virtue of, of us like being in the same, because that was you know during like the height of lockdown, right? Yeah. Uh, so I think just by virtue of, of us being in the same room together and like being able to laugh and riff and drink beers together and stuff, like that'll make it a lot more enjoyable than you know. The world is ending around me. I'm stuck in my dark room, and I'm watching this shitty fucking anime with ads because it's on Retro Crush. Well, it is so fucking funny thinking about, like, the world is ending around me. And at the time, we were watching it independently and yeah. then coming together. So it's like you're doing homework. Yeah. You know? Like, it's like, <laughs> I'm alone. The world is ending, and I have to watch Eat Man. Yeah. And I think I, think I had procrastinated on it, too. So I was, like, doing it, like, shortly before we were going to record. Um, which is more or less the free the thing we do now, but like there was, I was like, I just have to push myself through this now. I can't like, okay, well I watched three episodes. I'll finish the rest later tonight or something like that because yeah. I'm recording with Stu in, in like two hours. Um, just rough, just a, just a rough <laughs> fucking show. <laughs> fucking rough show. Yeah. I'm really curious if we'll look more fondly on it uh, Here's hoping. when we're, you know, 42 that is how old we'll be. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I realized for me. Yeah. 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 You're you're 33 right now. Yeah. yeah I just re I found out. I think yesterday, uh, Felicia and I were watching a video essay about Tony Jaa, and they mentioned that Bruce Lee died when he was 32. I did it. I've you I, outlived Bruce. Lee. I outlived Bruce Lee. <laughs> yeah. well, okay, there we go. How did he die again? Uh, like a blood clot to the brain or something. Oh, like okay. Because it was. His son who died from the the they had a blank and a gun and it went off in his face or something like that. Because he was in the 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 crow or whatever. Was this was this after Bruce Lee passed? I would assume. Right? I think so. Yeah. 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 It's like one of those famous like um, practical effect like gone wrong kind of thing. Yeah. Like, if you have a blank and a gun, you, people. I guess the person just assumed oh it's not a real bullet or whatever so it'll be fine yeah but like a blank at point blank will still totally kill somebody yeah and that's what happened to him which is kind of crazy yeah i don't yeah. like i don't okay. know how a blank works i guess but it's it's like it's like it's i believe the way it works is like it's like a it's like a regular bullet but it just has like little shards of metal in it so when it goes off it's not throwing this like slug at somebody but it does just kind of disperse these oh. uh the spray so so if you're right if it's right next to your head yeah 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 if you're at a distance or if you're if there's nobody in range it's going to be totally fine nothing's yeah. going to get impacted but if you're point blank you know you're shooting a bunch of tiny metal sh shards or whatever into somebody right there yeah something it's something like that i think uh um, i was not aware of that but yeah i'm, I'm sure that that sounds like it i happened. was trying to remember if that happened to bruce lee or if i got him reversed yeah no, no no definitely didn't happen he, he died of like a blood clot or something like he did a lot of he, he's doing a lot of cocaine i think uh towards the end of his life oh. um yeah maybe that had something to do with it maybe it didn't could doesn't sound okay. like it would help but yeah you know. i can't imagine cocaine would help with a blood clot yeah probably much. not probably help you ignore a blood clot pretty Perhaps. good it didn't yeah him, i guess yeah. Uh, rest in peace, Bruce Lee. Yeah. You know, sounds, poor guy. sounds like a cool guy. You know, he's an accomplished ballroom dancer, too, as I understand. Oh, damn. Yeah. I, I guess that makes sense. If yeah, you're... Right? he's pretty good on his light on his feet. You know? Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, you, you have the, the physicality to be able to get around. Yeah. So that's 90% of the battle when it comes to dancing. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. 
Also, shout out Tony Ja. Uh, that, was, that was a really fun video essay I watched about him. Uh, people were talking about how, like, because he kind of felt he kind of fell off after like Ong Bak and the Protector and stuff like that. Like, yeah, I never hear people really talk about him. Yeah, I mean, like, he's in. He was in the new Expendables. He was right. in Fast and Furious. He was in the the fucking Monster Hunter movie. All this other stuff. But like, you know, it's such a far cry from the stuff that he's made before. And like, you know, they were talking about like, oh yeah, well, part of that is like, you know, he's not at the helm in a lot of these uh movies anymore um he did direct ong bak two and three like originally that was supposed to all be one movie and it got like you know studio fuck to hell and like it was just like came out in a completely unrecognizable shape and stuff and then like you know when he's in hollywood movies he's kind of the the, the sidekick or something like in monster hunter or, like yeah you know, he's the he's the bad guy that the main that the hero has to duke it out with or whatever the the main character in monster hunter movie is uh what's her name mila jovovich mila jovovich yeah, from Alice the resident herself. evil series that's right yeah same director same lady yeah oh that is the same i was wondering why anything. that looked like a resident evil movie that's why that's why that he he had a resident evil oc who became his monster hunter oc and he married her that's crazy you wrote your own original character in resident evil fan fiction and then married her <laughs> you fucking pervert you weirdo <laughs> why did you take away her ninja powers yeah those i resident was evil. so mad at that movie yeah yeah we watched all seven six? six we watched all six yeah in one sitting with i cannot believe how many people Ooh. we had jammed into this room <laughs> yeah. to watch those awful movies jesus christ yeah they spend seven like at least two or three movies setting her up she's she's got an army of clones she's got telekinesis powers she's got all this stuff and then in like 15 minutes at the beginning of movie six or whatever all gone yeah, the, the bad guy just kills all of her clones and then sticks her with a needle that takes away her telekinesis. No, it's uh, it's really great. It's it's a movie series that actively punishes you for paying attention. Uh, actually, yeah, yeah, fucking crazy. And then yeah. he dared to touch my Monster Hunter. Yeah, <laughs> Awful. I don't, I don't give two shits about Resident Evil, but Monster Hunter, come on. Yeah, I have to see that movie now. Uh, I didn't realize it was that that power couple. Yeah, I actually haven't seen the movie yet. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it, it's, it's something I know I'll have, that'll happen eventually, you know, <laughs> uh, probably with you. Uh, um, yeah, of course. Yeah. So you know, it's monster hunter night soon, I guess. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, what the fuck were we talking about? I don't know. You want to do plugs? Yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> what do you got going on? Uh, as usual, you can find, I have an album out. I will keep plugging it until my next album comes out, which I haven't started on. So get used to it. Um, you can listen to Pockets by Octomammoth on just about any streaming service, also on Bandcamp. Uh, I've got a description in the, or a link in the description. That's right, link in the description. Um, Stu did the album art, it's great. Uh, I also have a song, uh, well, it's it's Brianna Carmel's song, I, I was a feature on their song. But um, yeah, we have a song out, uh, Love Gun, it's a cover of Aya Hirano's song by the same name. Uh, that's on Bandcamp. Um, there was talk about there's there's some talk about doing it on Spotify, but like because it's it's translated, they didn't sing it in Japanese. They sang it in English, so they had to like write English lyrics to it, which means that uh, it's no longer a cover; it's a derivative work, which is a whole so different licensing process. Yeah, right. It's weird. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so maybe that'll be on streaming services. Maybe it won't. Who knows? Uh, but still, you can check it out on Bandcamp. Um, well, I'm sure we'll have a link in the thing for that too. Uh, otherwise, you can follow me on Twitter, or you can follow me on co-host. Same name on both, 8Mammoth, 8 and then M-A-M-M-O-T-H. Uh, sometimes I post on co-host about things I've been watching or reading um, or listening to. 
Uh, so if you want to hear my thoughts on various media, that's a place to do it. There you go. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, 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 I might jump on co-host or something. I'm, I'm missing time. social media, but I also, I'm just fully like, I don't give a shit about Twitter. This is co-host kind of feels like the, the alcohol free beer or like the, the nicotine free <laughs> vapes of social media. Yeah. Like yeah. It's still the action of doing it, but it doesn't have any of the addictive stuff. Twitter feels like drinking alcohol after you had like a really bad experience with alcohol. Yeah. Well, here the dog that bit you. Yeah. But not even in that, that good way. Like, I shouldn't be doing this anymore. Um, I've we talked about this on the podcast before. I tried the whole hair of the dog thing when we went to fucking sack anime. Yeah, awful experience. Yeah, I don't know what people are thinking when they do that. I, Jesus, I think, I, I think I've so I've done hair of the dog a few times yeah. and it's worked out. And you really? basically have to like for at least in my experience, uh, you have to like start drinking immediately. Like you wake up and you you're wake like, up and oh, and you're okay. like, oh fuck, I'm hungover. Yeah, all right with my breakfast let me have a bloody mary let me drink some brandy let me let me just get the alcohol back in my system sure. and i don't i i my theory is that it's not actually like helping you at all it's just your the alcohol is numbing the hangover pain hey yeah if it works it whatever works, works yeah. yeah so uh i've had it work a couple times but i haven't tried it as a old man like i am now yeah and maybe so. maybe maybe beer was not the the way to go about that either yeah maybe you just need something oh, the dog that bit me originally was beer it was those you know yeah oh had a lot of beers that yeah. night and then had one the next day and like couldn't even finish it i was like this is a really nice beer and i want to die right now <laughs> so i'm gonna not I, drink it i know that feeling a hundred percent yeah um you can follow this there's no way to follow me at this point. oh no i'm on instagram It'll be in the description. Um, you can subscribe to this. If you're watching this on YouTube, uh, subscribe to the channel where we post at least once a month. Uh, and then same, we're on Podbean and Spotify. I believe Indeed. you can follow the podcast there. Subscribe to feeds or whatever uh, if you're using some other app. Uh, yeah, just keep keep checking us out. We're, we're still, like I said, we're this is our Halloween episode. We've got... Uh, a rough idea for November, and then we got a Christmas one. That's right, coming up in December, which is always my favorite episode. We got to find some Christmas animes. Yeah, yeah. Every just as a uh, to get people excited, so people might actually watch our Christmas episode. Yeah. Uh, the we watch six different Christmas episodes from different anime. That's right, and we're gonna watch the proper card capture Sakura. The, the <laughs> That's right. Um. Yeah, so, and it's, it, even if nobody watched it, it's my favorite episode to record because I like getting in the Christmas spirit. Exactly. I hope there's another, um, I hope there's another Gintama Christmas special. Those I are all, so like, too. always my favorites when we watch them. I, I know, we've, we've done two, and I, I believe I read that Santa Claus is in more episodes. Because, yeah, G Gintama Christmas is, like, has been the champion pretty much every year. Yeah. Gintama is, like, uh, I feel the same way about, um, or a similar way about South Park and Family Guy and stuff. Like Gintama has some excellent bits, but like when I sit down to just like watch full episodes of it, a lot of the time kind of falls flat for me. Like, I I, could I see wish that. I could watch all the way through it. Like it's there's because like the parts that like I have you know died laughing from certain parts of Gintama, but just can't just can't do it in in order. Yeah, you know? <laughs> just have to catch it on YouTube. Essentially, just find yeah. my favorite parts. Yeah, get that YouTube short going. Exactly. Oh, there's yeah. Gintama. Yeah. Side note, not just to drag this out a little bit longer. Speaking of, of YouTube shorts, 
I I so I watch I get a, I watch a lot of like Warhammer 40k content on sure. YouTube. For YouTube has decided as a result I must love Star Wars as well and I cannot stop getting Star Wars lore shorts. A lore? I cannot tell you how little of a shit I give about Star Wars lore. There's some cool stuff in there but like I can't imagine it's that interesting. Did you know that Darth Butthole used to use his lightsaber backwards. He did so so that it's like, I, who the fuck is this? I don't know who these people are. Stop. <laughs> oh my god, Gleb Shitto's in this one. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're, they're going to do uh, um, there's the, the diner owner in episode two, the oh, Dexter uh, Jexter. Dex. <laughs> He's going to get his own episode in this like Star Wars short series. It's like, is he? Yeah, this is, is this like a real, real thing. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. We are scraping the bottom of it. Fucking. With how yeah. much Star Wars there is, there is. How have we already resorted to Dex? And how you could. There's so much you can do with that universe. Yeah. And yet these people are so fucking just intellectually <laughs> bankrupt. Just like, oh, fuck. We have this world full of like cool laser beams and, and ships and explosions and sci fi. Oh, fuck. What do we do? Uh, d- a diner. <laughs> I what um, what's happening at Denny's? I haven't I haven't watched it, but I heard nothing but high praise for Andor. Yeah, um, Andor. Yeah, Andor. yeah. Not Andor because Andor is a different thing in Star there's, Wars. There's Andor, but then I I believe it's and a n d o r a n d o r not and slash or yeah. Fucking these goddamn names. Yeah. Uh, I heard nothing but like nothing but praise for that show. Yeah. And like it's kind of a surprise. And like, of course, it doesn't work like this, but like it's kind of a surprise that like Disney didn't just try to like get that same team and just like give them the world. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. keep making us things that people like. Well, yeah. And it's, uh, but at the same time, I also can't really give a shit about it because it's a prequel to Rogue One, which is a movie that I hate. Yeah, I didn't care so, for Rogue One. Yeah, I, I did not it. care for Rogue One. Yeah. Like, it's got a dope space battle at the end all right i thought that movie sucked <laughs> uh like rogue one is like a lot of people seem to like rogue one too like, i a don't lot of people i've talked to i yeah. don't none of the characters are consistent or make any fucking sense yeah, they sense. just do whatever the plot needs them to do and then they all die that's a shame and i don't even give a shit if i spoiled that donnie yen was in it no. well if you spoiled it if, look if someone doesn't know that's happening they just don't yeah. know star wars well and that's I mean? why i can't give a shit about andor it's like oh i hope Glibo Gizmo gets out of this. It's like he doesn't. He, I know in the long run he doesn't. He doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Very true. Um, what was I gonna say? Yeah. I just I've heard like the 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 world building that they do in that like with the the inner workings of the empire and stuff like that and the sort of bureaucracy of it. I thought, yeah. Like, heard was really interesting. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you're interested in just like building out this world to add infinitum, like that seems the way to do it. You know, not yeah. the. They, there's an Ahsoka show now, I guess. Yeah, Ahsoka, however you pronounce that name. Uh, just more Jedi that didn't die. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, that's that's uh, Anakin's apprentice. Um, oh, okay. she's she's not in the movies at all, but she's in the uh, the animated the Clone Wars, not the Gendy Tartakovsky one, the other one. The other one, yeah, yeah, the CG one. The one that people use to like, well, if this other stuff is good, then the prequels are actually good. It's like, sorry, guys. What are you talking about? The prequels are great. Yeah, we're not. We're no, not hold on. This. Hold on. No. <laughs> no. We're not doing this. Yes, Jesus we are. I Christ. love the prequels. prequels are the best Jesus ones. Christ. Yeah. I, I have more respect for them than the sequels. I have more respect for them than 
any Star Wars. Oh, oh. Come get me. You're, you're, you're wild. Send me a funny. picture of my house. See if I care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I It's just... They don't... None of... The, the original series knows what it is. You know, it's these, these pulpy, fun adventure movies. The prequels are, like, trying to do that, but they also have this, like, weird amount of bureaucracy and zero chemistry between any of the actors. And the sequels are basically that as well. You didn't see the I don't like sand scene, I see. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, you want to talk about good chemistry. Exactly. I mean... The part where the Anakin's trying to surf on that weird fucking animal thing and then he falls over and he pretends he's dead and then Padme's like oh my god are you okay and then they like roll around in the flowers they're laughing and stuff that that is the the unfortunate thing i have to give the prequels i remember a lot about the prequels i don't remember a thing really about the sequels i remember i didn't like the casino scene and the uh jedi and yeah last i think that's about the the point where i turned the movie off yeah, I, I've never, I've not finished the last Jedi. I've never even started Rise of Skywalker. It does, it doesn't get better. Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, that's the worst one. It's like bafflingly bad. Yeah, it's like it's it's almost worth watching for just like how can you spend so much money on something and have it be this terrible? Yeah, it's it's every decision is probably the worst decision you could make and yeah. it, for in that way it's fascinating but that doesn't make it entertaining to watch it just makes it hurt harder yeah yeah that's fair yeah and it's long yeah that too yeah these these movies have gotten too long it's the problem movies have gotten too long yeah watch oppenheimer it's like three and a half hours uh, or something you know what we were talking about doing the barbenheimer thing i didn't see either of them barbie's I even good seen the new saw yet barbie's great oh i yeah bernadette and i keep forgetting that saw 10 is out or I, just, I gotta see that i need to see that and yeah. i need to see um spiral the one with chris rock same yeah, yeah that's the thing bernadette and i have seen the first six or seven saw movies but we haven't seen any of the ones where they changed the i think it's jigsaw and spiral are the other two and now they're yeah. saw x yeah 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 that's yeah. right yeah so okay well if you see jigsaw then we're we're at the same on the same okay, page then we're, there we go yeah. so you've watched all seven saw movies oh, yeah i love them so good yeah right it's this i, I love it how have we not talked about this before okay I don't so know. speaking on the, Hall- the halloween this. episode we're, <laughs> we're talking about saw. all right hell yes the podcast continues yeah um i found out recently the beginning of i think it's i think it's saw five or six there's the fat guy and the black girl in the room together and yeah they have to put like they have to add like flesh to this scale and the one who adds the most gets to leave right yeah. the other one dies the girl in that was the winner of a reality show contest called scream queens this was aired this this aired on tv and she and a bunch of other aspiring actresses had to basically compete in a series of acting challenges to be the new scream queen and the winner got a placement in saw i mean she was the winner she was that's that's so much work to go through for uh like such a small part it's, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like a good scene small, like yeah. I, I like that she does a great job definitely but like you could have made her like a main character in that movie or something uh, at like least, yeah, yeah that's but she so gets brutal. the she gets the fucking jigsaw cold open because like there's a yeah, there's, i mean that is cool yeah it is cool but like there's that one and a couple others where like the movie opens with like no context no nothing just like people wake up in a room this thing happens uh saw two does that um 
saw, whichever yeah. this one is. There's, the, I think, the other. If it's not five, it's six, and if it's not six, it's five. There's the one with the two, the two guys in the. Um, they're both chained to like a, a big wheel thing that's like pulling them both in, and they have to like kind of tug of war their way to freedom. Yeah. Yeah. And oh yeah, and it's like being displayed. Like, ah. Yeah. 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 God, I love those movies. My favorite thing about those movies is how they explain everything yeah <laughs> where like there was one part like we were watching it and printed it and i were both kind of like this doesn't make any sense yeah. this is, and i was like no hold on they're gonna explain it and then sure enough there's like this unnecessary flashback <laughs> out of nowhere that shows that jigsaw just was like this omnipotent creature who just he knew that this person would walk in step right here yell at this other person about something and then a gun would go off that would make them fall in this direction that would trigger it's like beautiful he's a genius he's a genius my puppet master my favorite thing is in um it's saw six or seven or whatever where um the fbi guy who was in gilmore girls luke (laughs) Uh, so he he dies in the movie previous, but now he's being blamed for all of the current Jigsaw murders. Oh yeah, but really it's the FBI guy. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the dirty cop. And they're like, oh, we found his fingerprints on all this stuff, but you know we haven't seen him in a while. He must be the Jigsaw murder, but is he? And then they go through. They have this like two minute flashback scene of how the guy found the hand, put the fingerprints on, and then kept it in a freezer, and then, like, took it out of the freezer, put it on other things. Like, I could have figured that out. Yeah. <laughs> like, if he, he was... Like, our disbelief. Like, we can figure this out. Like, this guy own. can yeah. build insane traps. I think he can figure out how to put fingerprints on something. <laughs> like, it's... I don't need to see all of it. But the fact that they did it, I'm like, this is Saw. That's, That's yeah. what you do in Saw. Above and beyond. What's, mm-hmm. your, what's your favorite? What's your favorite death trap? Oh. What's your favorite one, and what's the stupidest one? Oh, that's tough. Okay, I off the top of my head here, I really like the one where um I like the pound of flesh one That's and I one. love um I also really like the um the one where it, it starts and the, they're at like a almost like a mall of America or something and there's like the two guys and they're they they are doing like the tug of war or whatever. Yeah. But then they're the the girl is like coming down onto the buzzsaw and it's like she's been like cheating on each of them with the other guy oh, yeah and there's like a whole and like all the people are watching and the cops like are just like oh <laughs> uh, which one was that it was i think that was i think that was that was one of the later ones i was like seven y- yeah it's, it's like the cold open of like five or something or something yeah um oh i also okay this might qualify as the dumbest one but it's also one of my favorites i love the melting ice block that That's eventually melts and then crushes um uh uh what what i i can't remember his, his name he's like um i don't remember any he's he's names. a he's a detective in two um oh yeah um but it crushes his head and i love that just like ice melts and he's like uh oh <laughs> and then it's like head it just gets crushed. That sort of like wily coyote moment they all have like yeah. right before the thing goes off yeah. is always so funny. Like yes. the one in uh, in the beginning of two where the guy's got like the the head clamp thing on and it's like about to snap on his head and he's like the timer goes out and he just kind of makes his face at the camera like uh oh and then his head, <laughs> and then his head it's always gets so ripped apart in the good. worst way. Yeah. yeah, it's like he holds he might as well just hold up a sign that says yikes. <laughs> <laughs> I love that yes. shit. Uh, what about you? Um, I think my favorite one, fuck, was it? I think it was from Saw 3. It's the one where um, the lady's in the uh, 
the weird harness thing and there's like the vat of acid in front of her and oh. she has to reach in for the key and it's like attached to her rib cage yeah and yeah. so when, she, when it like just fucking butterflies her like a chicken breast like, yeah <laughs> that one like stuck with me so hard when that I, one was really slide. cool i think like first off i gotta say like not even to do with the trap but like amanda from saw one like his protege in saw three she got off so fucking easy she gets her head she she's in the the reverse um the reverse bear trap thing essentially yeah splitter you know and she fucking her thing is she just has to dig the key out of a different guy Oh yeah, yeah. He's just like, here's a knife. Get it out of his stomach. And like, that's gross. That's trauma. That's traumatic shit. But she comes out. Aside from some, you know, some boo boos on her face, right. she is so okay. Everybody else has to like mutilate themselves. Yes, they're like missing limbs and shit. And they- she's just like, it was a really scary experience. Oh, I did not like that. Yeah. yeah. Of course, she likes Jigsaw. Like, cause she's yeah. the one who's like, I, he changed my life. Oh my god, he's a he's a miracle worker. If you just believe the process, like, yeah, of course it worked for you. He fucking yeah. puts that other guy in the in the same movie. He puts that guy, the 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 big dude in the razor wire trap for faking sick. That's yeah. not even that bad of a thing. Yeah. Okay, I remember my favorite. Uh, I love the decision at the end of I think it's five where they have to deal with like the the CEO of the health insurance company. Oh yeah, yeah. I really like that movie a lot, and I love how he gets killed by the um, wall of syringes of like uh acid poetic justice yeah i mean they gets melted yeah (laughs) that was really cool yeah um i think like maybe the dumbest just in terms of the trap though i think it's another cold open or maybe it's just like no no it's um it's the one it's in a classroom there's a guy who like his whole thing is i guess he's been to prison a bunch or whatever and uh they they it's a metaphor right he's got chains like er, er, like chain hooks like in his flesh and he has to like yank them out like break his flesh in order to to get free i should stop jostling my microphone so much but one of the hooks is through through his jaw like that there is no way to remove that right without like this look you like removing your entire jaw you are not surviving that yeah no way no how no there i i don't think i could think of a way to like break my jaw and get that out yeah no way yeah like I, i don't think it's possible yeah yeah 100%. 100%. Like, that's nuts. I also love, I, I think Saw 2 kind of has my favorite premise for a movie. Too. Yeah. I love the trap house that they're in. Yeah. Where there's like like dozens of puzzles and they're all trying to find the vaccine. Yeah. I, lo- I wish they would have done more of that kind of stuff where it was less of like one guy's journey through a, sing- a series of traps and like more of like this group, like, you know, big brother style like all right can you work together you know can you not work together how do you get this jigsaw is that i'm pretty sure oh that's that's another like group of people i thought i thought there was one more in the numbered saws i thought like not that i I thought saw one of them was there there, i misremember there was another one what it might have been the health insurance one i can't remember but there is one where yeah it is a group because there's the the scene where there's like the room that's gonna get filled with like fire or whatever, and you yeah. have to like hide in the little like hideaway thing. Oh yeah, and, but there's only enough for even though there's totally enough space in every single one for like a couple people to hide in each yeah. thing. Yeah, um, I thought I actually I, I liked that part a lot too. Yeah, I like the yeah. There's sort there's sort of the different like genres of saw. I guess there's yeah. like the one guy versus trap. There's like gr- 
groups or like one guy versus a bunch of traps like saw three yeah uh, and then there's like yeah sort of almost like a reality show kind of thing is like seven contestants go in let's see how many can come out yeah <laughs> um yeah i'm pretty sure as i recall jigsaw was another one of those and that one had some pretty pretty wonky traps for sure yeah um one of them one of them incorporates lasers which is <laughs> which is very interesting fuck yes yeah. dude um yeah excited for the for the new saw uh, that's 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 another group one isn't it Oh, I don't know. Um, the only thing I know about the new Saw is that it takes place between two and three. I think it takes. I thought it was between one and two. It might be between one and two. Yeah, yeah. Like it's it's not long after one, like months. I think. Right. And the premise of that, as I understand, is that so John Kramer, original Jigsaw, um, his whole journey starts because he has like super cancer or something right and and uh, and his wife gets her oh and uh, yeah baby killed by the guy slamming a door into her exactly yeah um and he i guess there was a lot of medical malpractice done by like everybody involved in his treatment and yeah. so he like rounds up everyone who was involved in his treatment the nurses the doctors the medical insurance guy whatever and he throws them all in a series of traps so like i think that one is like a, a another ensemble cast like hell everybody's yeah. trying to get out of the traps hell yeah yeah i i'm glad they always figure out a way to bring back that actor who plays jigsaw <laughs> so well. he died in the third movie yeah and he's, <laughs> he's in all of them back. yeah wonderful i love that it. cinema right there yeah that's real films. The best way to fucking do it. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> God, I love those movies so much. Me too. I want to like the one part of why I haven't actually gone to uh, see. Well, it's not even in theaters anymore. Part of why I haven't seen um, Saw Saw Ten yet is uh, um, I kind of want to like go through the movies before I go. Oh, you, know. you want to do it all over again? Yeah, because yeah. like I mean, as you can tell by this conversation, like I, there's there's a lot of like missing like dark spots in my memory. Some of them because so. Bernadette and I watched all those movies within the last like six months. Oh, I want to say, yeah, I think Charlie's been revisiting those too. Charlie yeah. and Ani have, yeah. yeah, they're great. I gotta catch up, you know. Yeah, I, I, it's, it's one of those series where it's like, as long as you don't take it too seriously, it's great. You know, you could, you could nitpick all day, but at the, like, who gives a shit? Oh, yeah, like it's dumb as fuck, and it, yeah, it's better for it, and it knows it is, yeah, you know, like, I, I don't think those movies are like trying to be deep like they they act a bit like they're trying to be deeper than they are but it's it's like deep in the way that like new metal is deep like you ever think about how it's sad sometimes you, you know in like, a society dude. yeah you know uh yeah and i i do appreciate how it kind of plays it's it does play it straight like i think if it was going like the whole time kind of poking fun of itself like isn't this so wacky guys like 100%. i would completely kill it yeah right? it, like, the fact that there's like a mythos behind like they're like jigsaw has this whole like you know philosophical doctrine that he's trying to spread and it's like there he has acolytes and cultists and followers and stuff like that yeah. and stuff it's it's cool it's very it's a little death notey yeah it's great it, yeah. it 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 knows what it is in the right, the right way because yeah you're dead on I've, yeah. I've seen movies that try to like wink at the audience and like we know this is dumb too and it yeah. never works exactly yeah you gotta commit to that shit yeah. yeah if you're gonna if you're gonna be this weird crazy torture movie be a weird crazy torture movie exactly you know? yeah that's what i always say you just had to had a thought too. Like I feel like, I feel like a saw anime could be really cool. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, get on that. 
I feel like yeah. there just needs to be more horror anime in general. We're going to run out of shit before too long. Yeah, I feel like there's like horror, like battle royale type stuff out there. There's I see a few pop stuff. Yeah, Death Game. Yeah, yeah. That I see every once in a while. There's a there's a Yoko Taro anime that just started airing. Uh, well, oh, he's yeah, involved yeah. in it to some capacity. I don't know if he directed it or whatever, but um, it 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 is very CG. It's it's it it looks the teensiest bit X Army from what I could tell. Hell yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but like awkward like well we have the motion suit so what more do you want <laughs> exactly yeah. yeah very curious to check that out i kind of scrubbed through the first episode and then they started using magic powers or whatever i was like i don't know i was hoping for like death game death game stuff this is just like i don't know they do magic at each other not interested yeah. anymore but yeah and i for me it's like i need a, i need a balance between like scary and like bad situations and like we're gonna murder uh, this kitty cat that we've had the whole episode yeah, i'm yeah. like you're just yeah, i don't know it just never really works for me yeah like there's there's like a, a sort of finesse you have to have with like the tone of it to make that yeah. like palatable a lot of the time yeah i like the, i like the like horror stuff where it's like wouldn't this be a bad predicament or whatever yeah. or you know hey there's a monster in the vents you know what are you gonna do yeah you know? and i like a, a lot of the um like uh higurashi just the sort of like yeah what if one of your friends went crazy you yeah know? that's always fun yeah what if you didn't know who you could trust you yeah know, that kind of stuff is all all works yeah. all is very good totally i'm glad we fucking went on a 30 minute you just tacked absolute derail <laughs> as it goes just um, just i was like oh man this is gonna be a long episode and then it's like well you brought up saw all right, yeah, this is a... Uh, oh, yeah, we're sitting sitting pretty at just over two and a half hours. Yep, all right, well, I think we should wrap it up there. I suppose so. Uh, we got our plugs out there. We, we got our whole Saw convo <laughs> out there. Um, yeah, go watch Saw. Yeah. Go watch Parasite. Maybe Inuyashiki. You know, if you're if you if you're a real a real sicko, if you're a real crazy guy real, like me, you know, real, maybe you'll real weirdo. Yeah, if you if you saw the Joker and thought, um, that's cool. Yeah, I don't know where I was going with that. I didn't. If you saw the Joker, damaged. I didn't think it was very cool. But you know, yeah, yeah. But I mean, not for gore. I, I thought it was kind of you know tame on that end. I yeah, guess. I thought I, the whole, my whole thing with the Joker is like. I don't really like hate that movie, but I don't really get why people like it. Yeah, it was just kind of a nothing movie yeah. a lot of the time. 100%. And when he starts like he just all of a sudden starts raving about cancel culture out of nowhere or whatever. That's <laughs> very strange. Yeah. Shortly before he shoots Robert De Niro in the head. Um <laughs> yeah. Hey, speaking of uh cancel culture, we're we do have plans to watch uh the digimon not the digimon creator but one of the digimon he, he directed directors. digimon season three digimon tamers and the he, one where they're in the real world and he did a musical about a digimon musical about wokeness or something was it a musical i thought it was a stage play <sighs> stage okay I stage play it's stage, i hope it's a musical too uh but there's a stage play and we're gonna we're gonna do we're gonna talk about that one soon so if you can track that down check it out because that's that's gonna be a good one yeah Somebody's got it. Somebody's got to fight the woke. That's right. Why not the Digimon guy? <laughs> Anyways, the everybody have a computer virus. Oh, my oh. virus. <laughs> All right. Hey, good night. Good night. <laughs>